I love the the suspense of it. You know they get here. You mm-hmm. know they're bad, right? You yeah. know they're gonna fuck shit up. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we can cuss on this. You can't. Um, no. <clears throat> fuck no. Shit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know they're going to come wreak havoc. And I'm so glad you finished, finished that sentence. <laughs> Welcome to A Cast With No Name. We are your hosts. I'm Jay. And I'm Matt. And who the fuck are you? Oh my god. I'm Jason. (laughs) This is episode 24. This episode will be discussing our top five 90s action movies. Uh, But first, don't forget to visit our website where you can comment on episodes and write to our email, both of which is in the description. Uh, But first, uh, we do have a guest today, Jason. Tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you get here? Well, I just wandered to the front door, and you guys were doing this. No, I'm kidding. We I were bugged. handing out hot sandwiches. Yeah. I, I bugged Matthew to let me be a guest on this podcast, because I love it. So, I'm excited to be here. Well, we're excited to have you yeah, here. Yeah, I'm more than excited to I have him. I don't know if I believe that, but I'm I am. It's going to be great. It's fun. Yeah, it's We're fun. having a great time. Yeah. Everyone is fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, just so everyone can kind of know where you're coming from when you present your top five. Yes. Because we're going to be, this will be a long one. So put on a fucking snack and like get a drink because we're going to be going long and hard all night. Uh, you need which, to calm down. Well, no, you just, you can't expect anything else. I don't like where you're going with, with three this. guys <laughs> in a basement. Put on a snack? Put, put on a snack. I don't, I don't know what that Put it in means, the microwave. Just, you put I'm going a snack. That. Yeah. On yourself. You're the professional. I'm going to let you. I am not. Go. I've never. Yeah. No one's ever. No made one's that ever said that one time. But so they know where you're coming from. Um, what yes. is the first movie you remember watching? <clears throat> the first movie I remember watching, um, I don't remember the name of it, but it was the Michael Jackson movie. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. What was Captain that Ao or I. No, I think he's talking about Moon Moonwalker. Moonwalker. Yes. Moonwalker. Yep. With uh, Joe Pesci, right? He's uh, the evil yes. dude. Yes. And he dances with like a jack, like a jackrabbit, or like a wily coyote claymation thing. Sounds right. Oh yeah, yeah I did that. not know that was even a thing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, my mm. mom was a huge Michael Jackson fan, so yeah, watched that all the time. Yeah, there you, go. you don't remember that? No, I remember Smooth Criminal, the video. Yeah, yeah, that that's in it. Yeah, oh. the scene, the scene yep. where he he finds like the the, the kids. Oh god! I mean, it, it, <laughs> that sounds really bad. I know. In retrospect, whoopsie. But no, he finds the kids, and it, it like transitions into the smooth criminal video. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That one takes you back a little bit. It does. Know. I kind of want to watch it now. All right. Yeah. Well, hopefully the next one will be better. What's your favorite movie of all time? One, two, three, go. Favorite movie of all time I can watch over and over again is Fallen. Denzel Washington. Love that one. Mm. Um, yeah, John. Goodman. That's right. right? Yeah. Yep. Um, and then oh, I can't remember the old actor's name. Um, shit. The old actor. He was in Animal House. He was the professor. The chief. Oh, Donald Sutherland. Yes. Sutherland. Oh, yeah. Yes. That's right. No, but I just love the concept of Fallen. Um, I thought it was really well done. I thought they should have made a sequel. And they, they never did, unfortunately. Yeah. But, there we go. Adjusting yeah. his levels all like that. I yeah. can hear him now better. There you go. It's yeah. that side of the mic. I don't know why. It's that side. Yeah. Anyway. So you got to talk in right here. Yep. yep right there. Perfect. That's got it. Right, perfect. Right where the microphone is facing you, that's where you talk. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I've never been in front of one of these, in but I just front... won't move the rest of the podcast. <laughs> we'll just, just yeah. Just, 
Raise well, your we'll construct well, an apparatus, you Lift up your left arm and then a little bit better reception. So mm-hmm. yeah. we should be good. No, that's Got a good it. pick, though. I like Fallen a lot. That's yeah. a good movie. Yeah. What's your favorite genre of movie? Uh, genre is probably actions up there. Anything historical. I, I did have a useless degree from Purdue in history that I guess I can claim a little bit with that. So you should know all the, about movies. You're history buff. Yeah. There Should. is no other history other than Yeah, movies. that's right. So, you guys are right. So is it historical dramas or is it more uh, anything like anything period pieces? So it could be like Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter mm. because it's in the history or is it has somewhat historically accurate? I wouldn't say it's got to be historically accurate, but it's got to be not historically ridiculous. Gotcha. Like vampire. Although I, I did want to watch Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, but I never got around to it. You didn't miss anything? Yeah. No. I don't think anyone I, else got around to it either. I imagine <laughs> you did watch that. I sure did. I sure did. Well, so you're talking about a movie like Braveheart. Braveheart's great. Where they take some historical Not, not historically yeah. accurate, but not great. Really. Yeah. But it is a great movie. Yes. Awesome. Well, cool. Let's keep things moving along. Yeah. Uh, let's each take turns to talk about the criteria. Let's do uh, it. You want to go first? Use, sure. Yeah. Um, so when picking my top five, because 90s is one of the better decades of action movies, um, I did several things. One, I felt like it had to have classical action. So meaning mm. guns, chases, shit like that to where... Um, you mean action? Yeah. Well, <laughs> Like they used but, to do? But like guns. So for ex- I know what you mean. For example, right. Jurassic Park is not on my list. Right, right. Because that's more of a survivalist, survivor film, kind of adventure a little bit. But there's no, it's not like one person against another person kind of action. Um, Another thing is it had to, since it's not the best movies with the best action scenes, so it had Mm -hmm. to have good story, has to have good characters, um, as well as great action scenes. But if there's no stories or characters you care about, then no one one cares. Yeah. also, it had to have rewatchability, mm. um, something that you could watch over and over mm. and still be entertained by. And then I also gave it bonus points if it brought something new to the table that wasn't around before. Oh, so, I like that. It's yeah. a good set. So that was pretty much my criteria that I picked. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, I tried to steer away from superheroes. Like Blade comes to mind. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. Uh, I didn't. I had to steer away from uh, from Steel and. Uh, you had to steer away had from to. it? Had to. I know. That's, that's Shaq's best movie. Uh, I mean, I don't know how you can steer away from that. I know. And Kazam. It's so good. I know. Uh, action had to be the centerpiece. So I'm thinking of movies like uh, Heat, where it has one of the best shootouts mm-hmm. in cinema history, but it's more of a drama. Yeah, it's, not it's a crime thriller correct. as opposed to, yep. And like suspense, like I'm thinking like Seven and uh, Fight Club. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't consider those action movies, but... Uh, they have great action scenes, but it's more suspenseful and yep. mystery, not really just full-blown action. Uh, and I didn't put stuff that we've already talked about on there. Like, I already told you, I thought Demolition Man was, like, my favorite, uh, like, uh, one-man army movie mm-hmm. with, like, Sly Stallone or uh, Schwarzenegger or Seagal or Van yep. Damme. So I didn't, I didn't repeat myself doing that. And I didn't put The Matrix on there because I th- thought it would be on our list today, mm-hmm. one of yours. And it's like so, such a cut above better than 
it's so obvious to mm-hmm. me. It's like a masterpiece, so I just didn't put it on the list, even though it's probably it's, it's a revolutionary it's, movie. It's just so unbelievable. You didn't, it, you didn't put it in your top five because it's in your top five. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the movie is so above, good. It's above the top five. Okay. I just wanted to talk about some <clears throat> other other movies. I'm trying to understand that logic. I think I get it. Yeah. But <clears throat> it's in my Tell list. Tell me why I'm, I'm wrong, Jason. Gonna, I'm just going to point it out. It's in my list. Yeah. Okay. I, th- I think he was probably just trying to keep from us repeating ourselves. Because like, yeah. what was it? I like uh, it. I like it. It was alien movies. I think I feel like half of our movies were the same yep. for our list or whatever. Which And we did the, yeah. the top five, Man vs. Beast, and we both had Jaws. And yeah. I, I kind of wanted to steer away from the yeah. obvious yeah. thing. Okay. Anyway, that was mine. I like it. Um, Man, you guys made that sound really good. Yeah? What'd you do, Jason? Um, well, <laughs> I... I flipped a coin. I, <laughs> I went to Google. Uh, I Googled 90s action movies, and then I looked at the list. Um... And I did find myself actually, um, you know, kind of using nostalgia okay, as a, a criteria. How you felt when you watched it? How I felt and also like what I remembered from it. Because in the 90s, um, started going to movies with my mom and um, like some of them, like one on my list, like it's the first movie I remember going to with her. Mm. But it's also a great action movie. So that's why it's on there. Um, other than that, just sheer entertainment value, I would say, like how much I really enjoyed the movie. And um, I'm going to piggyback off Jay with rewatchability because there's definitely someone here. Like everyone on this list, if I was flipping channels and found it, I would stay on it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's I would good. Say those, those three. It's awesome. a good list. You guys made it sound a lot better than I did. But uh, mine sounds pretentious. So yeah. Yeah. We, it's fine. we just keep saying words until yeah. they form a sentence. Sometimes I can't even say it. It so. comes out well. Oh, Jay yeah. can't speak. I can't. He doesn't know how to do I that. I am borderline always having a stroke, <laughs> and that's fine. It's fine. Yeah. I struggle through <laughs> it. makes it. this the podcast lively. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Entertainment value. What, yeah. what yeah. can you say? How many times yeah. will Jay shit himself today? Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Well, cool. that's our criteria. Let's... Uh, you want to start with honorable mentions? Oh, I was going to ask you that. About? Do you want to do the top five and then do honorable mentions? Because I feel like some of the mm. honorable mentions <clears throat> might... I see what you're saying there. Yeah. Then we do top so... five first, then. Okay. Yeah. I like where your head's at. And we can kind of just rattle off honorable mentions afterwards. Yeah. Let's so. do that. All right. Number five. Jason, you are the guest. I am. Let us judge <clears throat> you more harshly than anybody else. So... We'll have you start with your top five. Okay. Yeah, and this was the tough one for me. I've actually got on my list uh, two of them at the five spot because they were really, they were two good ones. Um, But I'll save one for my honorable mention. And I think I'm going to start with Braveheart because Mm -hmm. I have some Scottish heritage on my dad's side. Yep. We used to be John Stone. Now we're John Stone. Um, And although... The movie itself, if you compare it to actual history of William Wallace, <clears throat> is not, you know, that great. But um, the entertainment value of the movie is awesome. A lot of good scenes. Um, you know, Mel Gibson's Scottish accent is just on point, and you guys cannot deny that. <laughs> um, I, I love you. <laughs> Always have. Always have. <laughs> um, yeah, not really. But... Um, yeah. I, I did just like the story of it, um, the way they they followed it. And uh, one of my favorite lines that Murph loves to quote is when Longshank says, you know what's wrong with Scotland? It's full of Scots. <laughs> <laughs> so good. It is good. It is <laughs> but, good. But the action scene, like the battle scenes are 
fantastic. Uh, the first, like the biggest, the first big battle at Sterling was awesome. Um, that's like the first battle scene I remember as like watching a movie too. So that one definitely sticks with me. And, um, you know, just, although I, I'm not a big Mel Gibson fan, I did enjoy his acting in it. Um, just not from like how he portrayed William Wallace, but just how he was in the movie. Yeah. Um, charisma and everything. Yeah. 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 Um, and then the, um, I don't know, just the, the revenge story with his wife, um, you know, how he fought till the end. I just, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I thought it, thought it was a good one. It is a good one. Yeah. I think up, up until that point, I don't know if there was a movie that, uh, captured battle scenes like that, like medieval battle scenes, like it was gory and brutal. I'm trying to think of one before. Yeah. Cause I mean, a lot of those so. historical epics, I mean, I, I, I'm spacing on anything that may have came out in the eighties and Braveheart came out in what? 93, 94, 95. 95. Yeah. yeah. And, um, but like a lot of those historical epics kind of like went by the wayside in mm-hmm. the seventies and eighties because they were going more, I mean, film was changing at the time with Scorsese and all those guys to where it was just wasn't as huge. I mean, you had, I, there wasn't a market for it. Cause I mean, you had, no. uh, what was it? Spartacus back, like way back in the sixties and, uh, 10 commandments or Ben Hur, like a lot of those huge epic things. And I feel like there was just a drought and that was one of the first ones. Cause after Braveheart, then you had again with, uh, Mel Gibson Patriot. Yeah. And yep. you started having more and more historical dramas. I mean, Gettysburg, I feel like, uh, that came out, I think in um. 90, Two or two. That was, it was a TV movie too. It wasn't a. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure it wasn't theatrical, right? Yeah, they released it in theaters. <clears throat> okay. So, because my father took me to go see it, and it was just a. I mean, it was just a super long movie. I'm sure yeah. they played it on TV a lot, but it was it was one of those movies that was, you could play on TV because you could split it up in four episodes. But I don't remember it being brutal like Braveheart was. No, mm-hmm. no, yeah, it definitely uh, wasn't. Yeah, it was definitely a lot more graphic than what. Yeah, wasn't it like four hours? It was. I remember it being super it long. Might have been longer than that. Even longer? I think yeah. so. Yeah. It was one of those that when the you bought the VHS, you had two of them, right? Yes, yeah. exactly. Absolutely. I'll look at you. I know. Hey. Maybe <laughs> maybe I do days. belong here, guys. The I don't good know. Good old days. <laughs> two, yeah. What about VHSs? Speaking of Civil War though, Glory. Maybe that's I know that's older. It, I can't remember if that was gory. It wasn't gory no. though. It wasn't super gory. No. There were a few scenes, but there that one did have some decent battles in it not like the size of braveheart but yeah they had a few yeah battles in there too it but wasn't you weren't you weren't seeing like hands chopped off and no. throat slit no like oh, just all. the brutality of medieval no. warfare i do think a cannonball took off a guy's head though i think you're right yeah yeah and then you know what year did that come i think out? you're thinking of the patriot Th- that was the late 80s was yeah, it? Yeah. yeah, Patriot. Uh, well, the Patriot took off somebody's leg because it was like the cannonball was bouncing, it was rolling. Right? Yeah, yeah, and they yeah. like just like completely removed somebody's leg. Yeah. I thought. Yeah. Or maybe it did take. I don't know. Doesn't matter. But Glory came out, I think, in the late '80s. I thought that was Matthew later. Broderick. Yeah. yeah. Denzel, Denzel. Morgan. Morgan Freeman. Uh, oh, what's the guy from Saw? The. Oh, Carrie Ellis. Carrie Ellis. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Princess Bride. Yep. Yep. So. Yeah. No, because then after that you had like Saving Private Ryan and Gladiator. Mm-hmm. Kingdom of Heaven, oh, just yeah. all these, they actually took chances on medieval, long, epic stories that mm-hmm. actually yeah. got a theat- theatrical run after that point. It's a good pick. I love medieval. I know. It's, yeah, it's crazy. So do you like get a little tingle in your pants when he's when he shouts freedom? 
at the end. I do get goosebumps a little bit still. Yeah. Yeah. Do you get a little emotional? Uh, no. Yeah. When I was younger, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, you know, in the living room, I had to hide from my mom that I'm getting like, you know, choked up. Yeah. Here. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> But it is. I mean, at the end, like you can still watch that in. They got the bagpipes playing. You know, yeah. he yells "freedom," and his friends look up, like, "What the like, hell? Why is wrong? would you do that? Why yeah. would you do that?" And yeah, yeah, it still gets you. Yeah, it's got Brendan Gleeson in it. it Man's a treasure. Love him. Is that the his best friend? Yeah, yeah. The the, the big uh, like the big o- guy, overtly yeah. Scottish dude. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes. Yeah, he's a good actor. He is a good actor. Yeah. He, actually, I'm looking forward to. Uh, the Banshees of Isringhausen, I think, is the new Martin McDonough movie coming out with him and Colin uh, uh, Farrell. Yeah, I saw the trailer. I love it. Martin McDonough, so I'm pretty excited for that one. Cool. Yeah. All right. Good top. Good. Uh, good number five. Yeah, don't you don't have to say that, just because I'm the guest. I I was I, quiet during that movie because <laughs> I've only seen the whole thing. I think maybe once. Oh, I think wow. Christy and I sat and watched it. Really? It like shortly after. Well, because I mean. My parents had watched it, but it, I think it was so long. I'm, and I'm not into medieval stuff. Oh, okay. Like it, yeah. I, I had no desire to watch Game of Thrones. I had no desire mm. to, for Lord of the Rings when I was that age. Yep. And it wasn't until I was older that I was actually enjoyed it. But yeah. But it's also one of those movies that's so long I can't even find the time to rewatch it, it if I want to. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's pushing three hours, isn't it? It does. Yeah. yeah. It's it's a long one. I, I didn't even think of Braveheart mm-hmm. making the list. Wow. Don't make me feel good. No, no. It's just. <laughs> yeah, that movie never crossed my mind either. So, just in the the epitome of 90s actions, like, very part, just didn't even register. Yeah. <laughs> didn't even register. No. no. But no, good good number five. Yeah. All right. You want to go next, or you want me? You go next. Okay. Uh, my number five, <clears throat> I went back and forth with, my numbers three through five could all be interchanged, I feel like, with half the movies that came out mm. in the 90s. But, um, is I wanted to pick the ones that, first came to mind so my number five is uh kind of going off your uh transition from braveheart Mm. my number five is tombstone which they wanted to get it's a good movie uh mel gibson in tombstone i believe to play wyatt earp but they were unable to because he was busy with braveheart oh makes sense so that's good though because I enjoy Kurt Russell more. Yeah, Kurt, Kurt did. <laughs> he's, so, he's very good. I think he would have been better than Mel. Yeah, yeah. I think he was better. I don't than think Mel. anyone can grow a mustache quite like Kurt Russell can. Yeah. No. And I think it was just that time to where they were just trying to get everybody, or trying to get Mel Gibson for anything. Well, at the time, time he was yeah, probably the biggest movie. Star yeah, he had to be. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I picked Tombstone. Uh, Obviously, for rewatchability, the story's good. The characters are awesome. Val Kilmer just kills it. Kills it. Yes, he um, does. How but, did he not win the Oscar? Yeah, that he was, wasn't even nominated. He was robbed. Sacrilege. The, uh, um, but the fight scenes. I mean, they're quick. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. not drawn out. I mean, they're they're fairly realistic. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially like the duels between Johnny Ringo and then you have Doc Holliday at the end. Then you have uh, the shootout, the OK Corral. It's just chaotic and yep. everything going everywhere. But um, so I picked that one also because I feel like that movie is one of the best portrayals of friendship between uh, Wyatt Earp and Doc Holliday mm-hmm. um, that I don't think gets talked a bunch about that movie to where it's usually no. like the quotable lines or how good uh, Val Kilmer is and like the 
um, <clears throat> in some of the shootouts and just being a more modern Western. Um, but I think that friendship portrayal, uh, a lot of people don't even talk about it. And there's like so many good scenes like the um, when Doc Holliday's approaching or whatever, and you can you kind of get the feel from Wyatt's brothers. Like, they're not really the biggest fan of Doc Holliday. Yeah, they don't like him a lot. And uh, Wyatt hears that he's in town, and he gets excited. He's like, ah, Doc, huh? And he's like, eh, he makes me laugh. Yeah. And <laughs> that's all he has to say for that to where he's my friend. And then, but then also toward the end when um, the deathbed scene, yeah, that, that whole interaction to where um, throughout the whole movie you see them having each other's back. Doc Holliday always there for Wyatt and everything else, and then Wyatt wants to be there for his friend, and he's like, "No, go away." Knowing yeah. that he's going to be dying, <laughs> he wants to spare his friend. That, but I think it's, um, yeah, one of the best portrayals of friendship. Um, and it's more engaging than a typical Western. Um, it's It feels very much like a 90s Western to where it's very quick. Um, it's, I mean, around the same time you had Unforgiven coming out. Yep. And that's more of a slow burn. That's more of like kind of a classical Western. But I think Tombstone, the rewatchability, you can, you can watch it all the time. At least I can. And, yeah, it's uh, great. Well, it's one of the, some of the, what, the best cast? Yeah. For a Western, I can think of. Yeah. Got Sam Elliott and Bill yeah. Paxton. Yeah, Love Bill Paxton. Powers Booth. Yep. Michael Bean. Come Sam on. Sam Elliott's so good. Billy yeah. Zane. How about Billy Zane? Billy Zane's in it. Yeah, Billy That's Zane. Right. You also Prettiest had man in the West. Billy Bob Thornton was That's in it. That's right. Oh, yeah, real short. And, yep. yep. And then you had, oh, God, uh, the guy from Avatar. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, who? Badass. Billy Badass from Avatar. Yeah. With the scar. He's in Don't Breathe. Too. Yeah, he's more buff and he he's was in 55. That? Yeah. yeah. He played Ike Clayton. Um, he did? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. Well, who's the guy? The, the Sandman from Spider-Man's in there, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thomas yeah. Hayden Church. Yeah, uh, he's in it. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, everybody was in everybody. there. Everybody. There's a the bunch. Was, was no one doing anything? <laughs> <laughs> That's like all of Hollywood. Everyone, do you have a mustache? Yeah. Come over. Yeah, okay. come over. <laughs> who, was the, who was the little guy, too? Uh, the little guy who wanted to be friends with the Cowboys. He was a name, a big oh, name. Oh, Jason Priestley. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah 90210. Yeah. That's right. Jeez. I know. I just watched that on Sunday, actually. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. Was it Sunday? I forget. I watched but, it a couple weeks ago. Yeah. It was on, on TV. <clears> and <throat> it, it, I, we passed it, and I stopped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, this is a good-ass movie. One thing that struck me about that movie that was very weird, because I, I hadn't seen it in a while, was it kind of just it kind of just ends. It does. It just ends, and it's like, Wild Earp, live happily ever after. The end. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like old what? Western stars, they wept at his funeral. Yeah. I know. Yeah. yeah. John you know, they, Wayne wept. Isn't yeah. he, aren't they in snow, like somewhere? They're dancing yeah, yeah, in yeah, they're snow. Yeah, dancing in snow. Yeah. Yeah. The one thing about that movie I wasn't, I, I love the pick, by the way. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Um, no, but, but tell us why you hate it. I don't hate it. You but can critique it. Tell him why he's wrong. I just didn't, I didn't really love the whole love interest between Wyatt and that actress. Mm-hmm. Like I thought that was forced. I know why they did it. Cause you know, it's easy to have a happy ending with that, mm-hmm. I think, but I don't know. I just didn't feel that part, but it's probably cause I just wanted to see more Western action. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's kind of fair. I mean that it is, it has no effect on the overall story. Yes. They could have completely removed the love interest and it, it would have played exactly the yes. same. I think you said that a lot. 
better than me right there. Yeah. So, but I'll, I'll be a huckleberry. <laughs> and I mean, just That's because he's line. having difficulties with his wife doesn't mean he needs to find. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, yeah. At the, those parts the movie did drag. Yeah. And it's not like he had to save her. There was no reason story wise that that relationship was important. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. No, I, I, I hear you on that. Yeah. But I do love, and also on the, uh, you mentioned the friendship. I think the brotherly connection is great too mm-hmm. between Sam, Bill, and uh, Kurt. Like they just show, you know, they yep. definitely got each other's backs. And like Wyatt didn't even want to get involved. But then, you know, Sam Elliott, they're breaking the law. You remember yeah. that scene? Yeah, like, yeah. And then they're like, oh, yeah, we got to go do it. They're breaking the law. Oh, hell, you're going to go over there <laughs> yes. for a misdemeanor. <laughs> yeah. Was this the time where Powers Booth had to be in every Western? I swear to God, he's in every Western, whether or not it's a movie or a TV show. He's it's awesome. Powers Booth. He's in it. Remind me, who is that guy? He's the evil dude. Yeah, he he's played... like the leader of the gang. Oh, right? he's the one who's like, well, bye. Yeah. yeah. That guy. Bye. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's my number five. That's great. So. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my number five is Mission Impossible, mm. the very first one. Good one. Uh, what? Where to start? I mean, uh, I love Brian De Palma a lot. He's one of my f- more one of my favorite directors, and I I was sh- I was surprised when I first saw that saw this that it was it just blended mystery with action so well. Uh, the curveballs in the story, the shots. I mean, the 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 fucking scene where they're they're getting the the data from from Langley, Virginia, mm-hmm. with the. I mean, it's one of the best scenes ever. Oh yeah, ever put yeah. the film. It's yeah, any, any, any scene to where everyone copies it in the spoof. Exactly is yeah. usually a good one. Yeah, and just watching it, you're you're like quiet. You're trying to be quiet because they can't make noise. I mean, I haven't seen anything like that in a, in a long time. And then just the the final train set piece was just fucking awesome mm-hmm. so good the uh um the reveals at the end with john voight and that's another reason why i love it i like john voight a lot he's good I, i'll watch him in anything but the the way that the the movie would trip you up with the mass and everything it just i never seen anything like that before um tom cruise is great in it mm-hmm. oh he's it's something with that movie the um <clears throat> i never watched the show and i didn't either John Voight's character, I believe, was a main character on the show. Mm. Not his his character was a main character on the show, not John Voight, obviously. But I think he was like the leader of that team in yep. the TV show, and um, that was like I remember that being one of the big twists is that him actually being a villain as opposed to um, the typical hero that he did play, um, which I think kind of made that movie stand out on its own a little bit too yeah uh it's it's just a classic i got a clip here for you this is just where uh where ethan realizes he's getting fucked over i just love it i can understand you're very upset kittredge you've never seen me very upset or i don't enough is enough you have bribed, cajoled, and killed, and you have done it using loyalties on the inside. You want to shake hands with the devil? That's fine with me. I just want to make sure that you do it in hell. It's fucking awesome. Now, Love since it. you can't see that what that scene was showing, they were taking a dump. Yes. And at the end, <laughs> one exploded. So... They were 
That's the movie does that a lot where it and De Palma does that all the time where he when in, when there's a scene there's you know emotions are intense like he ratchets up that like that like yeah. violin the, he does yeah, that all the, the time music yeah and... every time um I just love it it's just so good uh I, I like the scene where he's talking to John Voight because he just figured out that John Voight was alive and he's going back in he's going through like the problem solving in his head and this, there's different scenes like and he's trying to figure it out like no I didn't go that way and he switches to how it could have happened it's like three different things that could have happened and then when he realizes what actually happened and John Voight fucked him over he's like playing it cool mm-hmm. so that he doesn't realize that he figured him out and he's just yeah. trying to act yeah, along yeah that scene which I think he always knew that John Voight fucked him over it's just he was playing it because <clears throat> he was conversing with John Voight yeah to where John Voight's perspective yep they're just having a normal conversation yeah. but everything that he's saying in his mind yeah that is a good scene yeah yeah it's awesome yeah, which the first I remember the first time I saw that I was like it was jarring for me because uh, when did that come out ninety six yeah. um, because I was watching it, I was like what it felt like a mistake watching mm-hmm. it until I realized obviously it was intentional once I got yeah. a little bit older but the first time I saw that I remember it being jarring because he was doing that uh, different perspective yep thing whatever you call it. And it's it's so different from the other Mission Impossible's. Now, I mean, I love the Mission Impossible's. Mm-hmm. The action set pieces are amazing, but this is more story driven than than action driven. Yeah. It 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 it. I think it uh, encapsulates those both the best possible way. The, the other ones, I mean, they're they're great. Don't get me wrong, uh, but there's not a lot of story behind all of the, you know the subsequent ones. Mm-hmm. It's more like oh, Tom Cruise's. Uh, in space now, he's gonna he's gonna ride a rocket from the moon to the earth, and he's not gonna be able he's gonna hold his breath the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, starting, totally realistic. Yeah. Starting off those movies, they had their own feel, and mm-hmm. that's what I enjoyed about the Mission Impossible movies because you had the first one, which is kind of like your classic spy thriller, mm-hmm. Brian De Palma. Then you had the second one, which was a typical John Woo action movie with the flying doves and all that's that right. shit. Slow mo. And then you had J.J. Abrams. Uh, which is just, I mean, just basic mm-hmm. action movie. I yeah. mean, it was it was engaging. It had an okay story. Then you had what was it Brad Bird? Brad Bird, yeah. Did the fourth one, mm-hmm. and they all brought their own kind of subgenre to the movie, and they all had kind of a different feel from yeah. one to the next, and then until you got to Chris, Christopher McQuarrie, McQuarrie, yeah. McQuarrie, um, McQuarrie, 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 and then he did like the past five or six of them, however yep. many they are now. Well, they're Scientology buddies, so they had a oh good thick and thin. Have they made that many? How many Mission Impossible are there? On seven. Oh my! This is bad as Fast and the Furious. Yeah. Well, these are much better than Fast <laughs> yeah. and the Furious. I must say. <laughs> just, just, just a, a bit better. Way. It's about family. It's about, f- it's about family. 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 I am family. <laughs> yeah, that's my number five. It's a good one. Cool. Love it. Awesome. Number four. Number four. All right, guys. We're getting a little little bit of the nostalgia theme here because this is another one uh, I remember going to with my mom. Um, good old Independence Day. Mm. 96. Welcome to Earth. It's a great line. Welcome to Earth. Earth. E-A-R-F. Earth. That would have made my list, but I stayed away from aliens. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, great action. You know, totally believable. Totally believable. Totally. 
Um, Did you I, love the dog scene? The dog scene, he made it. He made it. The lab made it. Just warmed your heart, didn't I it? I know. He outran a fireball. And he jumped <laughs> right perfectly through the doorway. Yeah. You know? Because oxygen would not be no? sucked out of that no? room at all. You know, no. the, the dog heard her call. Yep. God knows how loud that shit would have been. <laughs> Dogs have good hearing, though. Yeah, yeah. I Everyone mean, else in that tunnel is fucking dead. <laughs> that dog made it, so we're fine. So it's fine. <laughs> yeah. It's all right, everybody. But... I love the the suspense of it. You know they get here. You mm-hmm. know they're bad, right? You yeah. know they're going to fuck shit up. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we can cuss on this. You can't. Um, no. <clears throat> talk no. Shit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know they're going to come wreak havoc. And I'm so glad you finished, finished that, sentence. that sentence. Yes. But <laughs> there's like there's some suspense before because, you know, they, they ride the little helicopter up there and then it opens the, the door and the light's shining. Like, I think they're trying to talk to us. And it's like, no, fuck you. Boom. Yeah. You know, and then you're like, all right, shit's going down. And then they start doing the attack. And uh, <clears throat> how can you not love Jeff Goldblum as the nerdy scientist? He's like, I figured out their code. Yeah. They're using their our satellites against us. Yeah. And the president, obviously, because they had a really or a bad relationship with his wife but you know like it gets into it and then when they go attack him they got shields and then um will smith's best friend what was his name harry connick harry connick jr Jr. yeah Yeah. yep you know um and you know all hope is lost i still get goosebumps when the president gives that fourth of july speech we will not go quietly into the night you just i mean that makes me want to get up and go fight somebody you know what it makes me want to you, you're gonna quick. clip it i'm gonna clip it do it keep going um but yeah i mean the whole thing's great and then uh randy quaid <laughs> <laughs> what happened to randy quaid god so good no one knows he's out there somewhere <laughs> hopefully <laughs> he was so good at it you know and that's one of my the best scenes at the end hello boys uh, <laughs> i'm back what happened to randy quaid <laughs> i don't know did he become like a uh, conspiracy theorist oh uh, okay He's, oh, did he really? Yeah. Oh, that sucks. He's kind of off the deep end. His son's really good in the boy. No, that's Dennis's son. Yeah, that's, that's Dennis's son. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. His nephew is good. Um, but yeah, overall, great flick. Can watch it anytime it comes on. The second one was not good. I don't know if you guys watched uh, Resurgence. Oh, yeah. It's did, bad. I did not watch it. Yeah, don't. Yeah, it's not good. There's a spaceship that's as big as Earth. It like big as Earth. 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 Yeah. It's it. It it encompasses the Earth. <laughs> It's just so dumb. It's not good at all. It's, it's you not know, a moon. It's we a space go, station. We gotta go bigger. <laughs> we gotta go better. The aliens gotta be like like eighty feet tall. Of course, it's an eighty foot tall like mother. Like they ripped off aliens. Yeah. It's like there's a mother, you know, queen alien, and she's running through the the fucking desert, and she's like an eighty foot. It's like all right, mm. we've jumped the shark, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> but all right, let's. Can we do it? Yeah. And should we win the day? The 4th of July will no longer be known as... We're fighting for our right to live. To exist. And should we win the day, the 4th of July will no longer be known as an American holiday. But as the day when the world declared in one voice, we will not go quietly into the night. We will not vanish without a fight. We're going to live on. We're going to survive. Today, we celebrate our Independence Day. Hell yeah. 
Look at the goosebumps. There they are. That is very good. Oh, it's so good. It's the right amount of cheese. So good. It's good on a cracker. Yeah. I love it. And that they make it. Rex's best movie, probably next that and Stargate. I think. Yeah, I like Stargate a lot. Ooh, Stargate was very good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not good with directors. Like, who directed that? Roland Roland Emmerich. Emmerich. Okay. Uh, The award-winning director of 2012, uh, Moonfall. Moonfall. The the recent blockbuster that made five dollars. Yeah. And 10,000 BC. uh, Yep, 10,000 BC, and then Day After Tomorrow. Which, yeah. I will. All right. One problem I well, this is more of a problem I have with Roland Emmerich. Mm -hmm. There is a movie. um, He steals shit. So. There, there's a scene in Independence Day when they're driving to D.C. Yep. And it's David and his father. They're driving, and they're the only car on the freeway going mm-hmm. into D.C., and then you have the other side, which is just gridlocked with traffic and people trying to escape the city. Yep. Um, that shot was ripped off of a movie. Hold on. Oh, no. <laughs> Does he have it? Yeah. He's going. Is he, is he going to? Yeah, he's going to his, his rack of. Oh, wow. I didn't even notice that behind yeah, me. Yeah, I know. It's ridiculous <clears throat> it's actually not that bad compared to some people okay what do you got there oh is this a tv movie all right yeah so this was uh, uh jay's got the obscure it, tv that movie shot reference was ripped off of a tv movie <laughs> yeah and the tv movie is also reminis- the title of the tv movie is reminiscent of the day after tomorrow mm-hmm. mm. uh another Roland Emmerich movie because the TV movie was The Day After. Oh. <laughs> That's right. So he does not only rip off titles, but he rips off of a shot, which I'm yeah. sure is an homage or whatever because he probably... I oh, mean, hey. This is a disaster movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The Day After is... It scared the shit out of people when that came out, by the way. Yeah. And... Uh, um, but yeah. I so love that. that. That's just a quibble. But yeah, I remember when that trailer came out because uh, I was a huge Fresh Prince fan. Oh yeah, and mm-hmm. who wasn't? Yeah, and I remember the shot of uh, they had a shot of Will Smith screaming, but he had his uh, flight mask on, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Is that Will?" Smith? Like, because this was other than Bad Boys and was it Six Degrees of Separation? Yep. And, like some of the smaller, like some of the smaller movies, mm-hmm. he was really. This was his first blockbuster. Oh yeah, yeah. Sure. And Bad Boys wasn't that huge. I no. feel like it became huge on video. It did. Um, oh yeah, because that came out the year before. Mm-hmm. Yep. It did. Because Martin Lawrence wasn't the, he he was known. I just don't think he was big. He didn't he didn't he he did. I don't think he had Martin at the time. His TV show. I yeah. think Martin came out after Bad Boys came out, and then he was then he yeah because he was he was a stand up comic at yeah the time, so yeah um but yeah so. yeah well and also um I mean how how and I'm gonna critique myself here in my pick but how realistic is it to infect an alien Technology with a computer virus. Well, if they don't have McAfee and they're not up to date, it's very likely. What about Norton? Uh, I don't know. But just <laughs> is it McAfee or McAfee? Ma- McAfee? <laughs> Whatever it is. <laughs> Jesus no, Christ! I have no idea. Names. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's... Yeah. Well, I will say that when after this came out, like the floodgates were open for alien movies. It was just year after year, alien movie after alien yeah. movie. And it was the first disaster movie in a long time. Yeah, because yeah. again, you had you had a lot of those in the seventies, like Poseidon Adventure and yeah, then Airport, Inferno. Yeah, yeah. and um, Millennium, and that's um, why Airplane came out to make fun of all yeah. those movies. Yep. Yeah, and Airplane kind of put those movies to bed. <laughs> they were like, oh, can't <laughs> make those one. anymore. Yep. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, it was uh, 
it is entertaining. Yeah, it is. I could I, watch it all the time. Yeah, I remember when that came out. We were what eleven? Oh yeah. I got. I went to go see it like three times. Yeah, absolutely. Cause it was amazing. I know. Yeah, I I remember in Little League. I still remember conversations because we were practicing Little League, and we were just talking because that trailer came out, mm-hmm. and it was the most just seeing the wall of fire. We had never seen anything like that before in a movie, mm-hmm. and we were playing catch or whatever, and everyone's like, "Oh, what would you do if you just saw a wall of fire moving towards you?" Yeah. Oh yeah. Nothing. Yeah. You'd yeah. go jump in a underpass overpass doorway mm-hmm. yeah because that's the only way you could make it or the scene where will smith looks out it's the great shot where it's like the classic in and out shot where he looks up from the newspaper and he sees this ship oh over yes la yeah like i like, had never seen anything like that before mm-hmm. he's that like practically oh damn yeah because i don't even think it was was it a cga shot or was it kind of like maybe i know they like, used miniatures because yeah they used miniatures for the building explosions the white house yeah all that stuff um but i'm sure there was yeah. computer graphics because he had used computer uh graphics and Star- stargate and mm. i mean it was fairly popular at the time yeah mm-hmm. speaking of the the day after tomorrow though what was the uh south park where they made fun of that what was the title they it was like the uh, day before yesterday, or the day before tomorrow. It was to, it was referencing today. Yes, yeah. the long way to say today. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to make fun of that. Oh, I yeah, always was every like time the, I the, see the that day, the day before the day before tomorrow after next Thursday or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good pick though. Yeah, well, thank you. That's a good number four. I thought about that yep. movie. I and I I didn't. Yeah. I didn't choose it not because of aliens, but because there wasn't a typical. Vi- I mean, yeah, you had the alien races villain yeah. or whatever, but, but not like one, right? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Get that. It, it probably would have made my list if I didn't have that alien thing. Yeah, stipulation. Yeah. So. Yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah, what's your number four? My number four. <clears throat> my number four is Goldeneye. Ooh, love it. So. Uh, well, you're a big you're a big uh, James Bond fan. I love James Bond and. The obviously the two best Bond movies in the '90s is this one, and then the next one, which is uh, Tomorrow Never Dies, Mm. uh, which a lot of people Tomorrow Never Dies. I rewatched that because my parents had gotten me all the Bond movies, Mm -hmm. and I forced Christy to watch Watch all all of them. And even Octopussy, Jesus, getting through Roger Moore was it bad? Felt like a fucking marathon. Yeah. And but anyways, we got the um once we got the Timothy Dalton, I was mm-hmm. like, oh my god, all right, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, here we go. And then, but surprisingly, uh, Tomorrow Never Dies, really good, and mm-hmm. actually kind of holds up for now, or at least it's kind of um, on point for today because it has to do with media fabricating news and right. everything else. Mm-hmm. But the action set pieces on that are great. After that, I feel like it really starts going off the deep end with. Um, well, die another day. Die another, another day. day, and then the you world is the not enough. With, yeah, uh, with, with what's her what's her face yeah, is the, the nuclear not enough. Uh, <laughs> what's her face is the nuclear engineer. Yeah, Christmas Jones coming twice a year. I don't know whatever they had. But it, what? No, what's her is name? Is it one of the Shannon Elizabeth? No, uh, uh, it's Charlie Sheen's. Yeah, or, uh, it's uh, Denise, Denise Richards. Denise Richards. Denise Richards. <laughs> yeah, coming fresh off Starship Trooper, she's the the, the uh, nuclear engineer. Pull yeah. it off well. I I could see it. Yeah. She looks like a smart broad. Yeah. Yeah. But Goldeneye. Uh, opening scene. Great. Then going through the dam or the, the power facility. Um, and then hopping on a motorcycle, going into the plane, and then pulling up in the last second. That's pretty sweet. I oh, mean, you have so the good. typical James Bond stuff in there. Um, 
you have the tank and the car chase scene mm-hmm. and the perfect oh, swell of yes. the music, him just busting through the wall, fixes his tie. That was then, in Russia, right? That was in Moscow yeah, or nope. something. Yeah. And then uh, you have the satellite uh, yep. scene at the end, oh. uh, the train sequence. You have them trapped in the. I mean, there's just a lot of nice little set pieces. It's yep. a typical Bond movie, um, but directed very well. Martin Campbell, who also He's- directed Casino Royale. Yeah, uh, he great. revived because this was coming off of a six or seven year hiatus of Timothy Dalton because the last one he did was License to Kill. Yeah, and then MGM and Eon and everybody else had lawsuits that stalled production forever. Um, but Martin Campbell was able to reinvigorate the franchise and get people excited about it again. Um, but yeah, Sean Beam's a great villain too. He is. He is. Yeah. He's a great actor. He's, yeah, he's just yeah. a good actor. Right. I like Famika Jensen. She's like probably my favorite femme fatale. Was she the mm-hmm. the Russian? Yeah, she's the yeah. Russian like who kills people with her thighs. Yeah, sexy thighs. Yep. My wife is Strangles probably going to listen to this, but oh yeah, she was one of my crushes back. Oh in the man. Day. Oh yeah. Her Wait. accent. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh god, that horrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't very good. But. I know. You know, back uh, in uh, what was that? That was '95, right? Yeah. 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 Yep. You know? Well, I think the movie it sticks out too because we were. I'm sure we we're all big fans of the game on '64. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh. So yeah. you you play the game and you watch the movie and you feel like oh yeah yeah it's the game you know yeah. which is coming out for the Switch. Oh, no really? fucking way. Are you yep. serious? Nice. Oh yeah. You have to get the Nintendo Online expansion pass. I would play that. Oh, I'm buying that. Yeah. yeah. Coming this winter. <laughs> <laughs> Please sponsor us. Nintendo. Um, How many fights did you get in with your friends playing that game? Oh, I got in plenty of fights with you. Yeah. Stop looking Quit. at my screen. Don't look at my screen, Murph. <laughs> How'd you know I was around the corner waiting? <laughs> we actually taped a bed sheet. Yeah, yeah. You remember that? Yeah, I don't yeah. know if that was you or not. But we taped a bed sheet so you couldn't see the screen. Yeah. That's how crazy we were with this game yeah you remember the golden gun oh yeah one shot boom boom that that, that was the only time i was able to win yeah when you had the, when you had the golden gun yeah mm-hmm. because other than that it was I, I was just never good at first person like halo and all those games i was never really good at yeah racing games was more my thing that was your jam uh, yeah i loved and... i loved the uh, first person shooters <laughs> you get me a sniper rifle in that game oh it's was, over with i was in i was a trouble i was trouble it was trouble <laughs> the, the game was awesome though yeah. that was like the first 64 game that was really badass yeah. that I remember. You know, like Mario 64 was great, but GoldenEye, who didn't have that game? I think, yeah. I, I think mean, everyone did. Yeah. I actually played the game before I watched GoldenEye. So I when I watched GoldenEye, it like amplified my Kinda enjoyment of it. Yeah. 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 I think sure. I actually went and saw that with my brother. Because that, yeah. yeah. And then the game, obviously. No, that's a good pick. I That almost made my top five. It was very close. Yeah, it was... It was I initially had Tombstone as number four and mm. the GoldenEye as number five. Um, but what won out was the tank car chase scene because a lot they did that for real. I yeah. mean, it was just they had more action, like larger scale action set pieces than what Tombstone did. Both are, I could watch yeah. as many times. Tombstone's more quotable. I think Tombstone has better characters. Yeah. Um, but GoldenEye is just, I mean, it's just a. Solid movie. Solid movie. Pierce Brosnan's a very good Bond. Yeah. He is. Yeah, he's good. He is. When they first reveal Sean Beam is, what's his name, Janice, I think. Yeah. Yanis. Yanis. Or something. Yanis. Yeah. Yeah. When they first reveal him in, like, the 
what were they in like a, a Soviet graveyard with all the statues? Or oh something? yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember that? And he walks out from the shadow, and you see his scar. Yeah. And you're like, oh damn. Yeah. At the time when you're like, he didn't die. Yeah. When you're twelve, you're like, wow, <laughs> the plot thickens. <laughs> didn't see that coming. And, and it's like all that happened because he set the wrong timer. Like, wait a minute, didn't you? Right. Yeah, yeah. Did, weren't you always against him? Because like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. Like, you could, you didn't give me ten extra seconds. Yeah, or something. And so, heard... so he gets captured, and then he's like, "All right, fine, I'll change sides." <laughs> he, he fucked up on the timer. I couldn't have not miscounted in my head. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. just gonna assume the worst. I'll go with you guys. Yeah, yeah. Isn't Alan coming in that too? Yep. He has like Bordas. the the thickest is he the, Russian accent. Is he the general? No, no, no he he's the nerd, the, right? The nerd the... that clicks the. Oh yes, I am invincible. Yeah, and then yeah. he gets frozen at the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah everyone got frozen <laughs> in the nineties. <laughs> yeah, you, you yeah, had yeah. the T one thousand. You had the uh, demolition man, <laughs> and then you had this it was the the Every... cool way to kill people back then. Yeah, <laughs> I am invincible. This thick ass Russian accent. <laughs> I open very large doors. Oh wait, I sit right in front of you and open very large doors. Right. Yeah. Password. Knockers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I sit on it, but you can't take it with you. <laughs> Chair. This All is right. an easy one. All right, Matt. Number, yeah. Number four. My number four. Uh, I had to put a martial arts movie in here because there's a lot of good ones. Mm-hmm. But I settled on Rumble in the Bronx. Really? You could have put in The Matrix. I could. A lot of <laughs> lot of kung fu in that. There's a lot of kung fu in that one. I think he knows kung fu in that movie. He, he does. <laughs> Such great. <laughs> but we're here to talk about Rumble in the Bronx. Rumble in the Bronx. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen Rumble in the Bronx? Either of you? I have not. I've never seen it. I have not. <laughs> as much of a kung fu fan, wow. I missed the whole 90s. Really? It was because... The karate movies that I enjoy were like the Van Damme, yeah, yeah, stuff like that. I really didn't get into kung fu until the 2000s, mm. and at that point, then I started watching older kung fu movies, like from the 80s, like Shaw Brothers, just like some of that sped yeah. up camera shit and wire, all that stuff. So, yeah. but a lot of the Jackie Chan 90s stuff I've seen. I think Drunken Master that I think it was like the 80s or 70s, 70s, or 70s, yeah. Um, but other than Rush Hour, because um, he had he had Rumble in the Bronx, then mm-hmm. he had was Super Cop, Cop, Super Cop, Cop Story, yep, Cops, um, Police Story Three, Police Story Three, and yep. um, but yeah, those I couldn't watch because they were dubbed. Ah, so that's every time I see them, I I I could probably buy the physical version mm-hmm. and get it subtitled. But I remember watching it was on HBO one time, the Rumble in the Bronx and. They were riding in the car from the airport, and it was subtitled. And then the uncle's like, "How is your How's your <laughs> yeah, English?" Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, my English is good." And then they're just dubbed for the rest of yeah, the movie. Yeah. And I'm like, "Oh my god, I can't do it." I know. And then I, I know. Yeah, that would be tough. Well, the the first time I saw the reason why I did pick it is because it, it's so good that I can get past the dubbing mm-hmm. because uh, the se- the action scenes are just phenomenal it's amazing i could watch it right now just because i because you know they did everything practically everything there's actually a scene where he jumps from uh the shore onto a moving boat and he broke his ankle doing that and they kept it in the film oh so when he's like in the movie he like jumps on he jumps like 35 feet and he snaps his ankle you can see him fall 
and then like it cuts real quick and he's like running away <laughs> but Which is jackie chan right it's jackie chan mm-hmm. does everything he did all his own stunts right? yeah yep. everything uh, yeah and i to be fair i never i i've heard quentin tarantino say that police story three is the best action movie ever made but i've never seen it so i've only seen rumble in the bronx um and that alone is it's the story's stupid Mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not. I mean, the story is okay, but yeah, it doesn't story, matter. The story is not the strong suit no. for Chinese films. The action scenes are just a cut above everything, even on this list. Just because everything's choreographed, it's all practical. It's nuts. It's crazy. Just like the the uh, the motor the uh, motorcycle chase scene in it. Like it's he's jumping from motorcycle to motorcycle and car. To, it's it's fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. And then there's a, a boat chase scene too. He's jumping from boat to boat like choreographed fighting on these boats it's just it's fucking crazy but the uh um the dubbing it's so weird because everyone has a different voice in it even like people speaking english like they're speaking english and it's not their voice mm-hmm. it's some other character actor speaking doing the dubbing but like their mouth is moving english it's so strange and even Jackie Chan does his own dubbing really so, <laughs> Jackie Chan's doing his own dubbing, and he's speaking English sometime in unison, and then other times he's, he's speaking Mandarin. But it's, but it's him dubbing it. The whole purpose of dubbing is so that the audience understands what you're saying because you can speak English. Yeah, he can't really speak English that well. And he's still doing the dubbing in it. There's, it's very weird. There's a reason why it's a thing in Asian cinema, and I wish I looked it up so I could remember it properly. But they did the same thing with Bruce Lee movies. I think it had to do, because Golden Harvest did it with a lot of the older Bruce Lee movies. And the reason they did it is because I think their film stock was not as good as what Hollywood had. So they had trouble syncing audio or whatever. They recorded at different rates, and it just didn't quite match up. So you would actually, that's the reason why they have English-speaking people still being dubbed over because of gotcha. whatever shoddy audio quality that they ended up getting gotcha. something where there was too much noise or whatever but it was an and that's why it became almost like a um, kind of a parody of itself is right. that everything was always dubbed yeah part of it was the language barrier but I think the other part was the way they made movies they almost had to dub it because of the amount of background noise or whatever was uh, going on. okay so interesting yeah. You can tell it's slightly off. Mm-hmm. Like the even the, the you can tell they did the dubbing in like a day. Like, yeah. They don't care about it. Doesn't matter. <laughs> just yeah. get it in there. Just get it in there. <laughs> it doesn't matter. They're seeing this to watch this guy kick some ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they don't give a shit about this. But uh, even like the, uh, the 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 henchmen in it that uh, where they're dubbing them over, like there's such they don't match the person. Like the big dudes have like slightly higher voices, and it's like that's not coming out of that guy. There's no way. But uh, yeah, I mean. It's on my list because it's probably my favorite martial arts action movie. Um, no, nah, I'm not gonna say ever made, but just because I don't have the Matrix on my list, mm-hmm. it, this is a, this is my favorite one. It's just uh, the action's great. Okay. I'd recommend yeah. it. I'll have to watch. You'll it. enjoy it. I'll have to watch it. You gotta get past the dubbing, but I'll just put it. It's on great. Mute. Well, you can't do that. <laughs> All right. Number four, yeah. Rumble in the Bronx. Number Rumble three. In the Bronx. Three. All right. <clears throat> um, go late 90s here. 98. Mm. 98. About World War Two. Saving Private Ryan? Saving Private Ryan. Great action. Histor- historical. Mm-hmm. Um, accuracy, 
I think was actually pretty good for a movie. Um, I mean, yeah, it, it, it was not like some of the other, um, what's the ter- term, like Hollywoodized movies, but um, really good actors. I mean, Tom Hanks, you can't go wrong. Um, Matt Damon, can't go wrong. Although he wasn't in it that much, but no. he was good. Um, <clears throat> I don't know a lot of the other actors' names. Tom Sizemore. Tom Vin Sizemore. Diesel. Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. Yeah, he died really well. Reminded me of my niece, sir. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, uh, the Jewish guy. I, I love forget Barry, his name. I love Barry Pepper. Is that him? No, he's no. the sniper. The sniper, yeah. The sniper, yeah. Barry Pepper's Adam, great. Adam Goldberg? Yes. Adam Is that his Gold- name? I think he was the um, yeah, the Jewish guy. guy. Yudin. Yeah. Yudin. Yeah. Um, I don't know what you're saying. I don't know what you're saying. And what I think Jeremy. What's Jeremy? The guy who plays the 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 the, uh, the guy who's scared all the, the time. The medic. The medic. Who's scared? Yeah. What's and... his name? He's in Fast and the Furious. Is he? Yeah. He's the. I think. Jeremy oh. Davies is his name. Yeah. Well, he's in Gone with Sixty Seconds. He's the brother, who gets in trouble. Oh no, that's Giovanni Ribisi. Yeah. No, I think he's the medic. Well, I'm not thinking of him. Then I'm thinking of like the the oh the, the translator, cat. the scaredy cat. Yeah, guy. the translator. Yeah, it's yeah. Okay, I don't know. Soldier. I don't remember his yeah. name. Yeah, Jeremy Davies. I think his name is. Um, but yeah, great flick. Lot of lot of good action. Like that opening scene. Oh, it's fantastic. Uh, I forget if it's Omaha or Utah, whatever beach I think it's it was. Omaha. Um, I mean, that's like the first time I'd ever seen anything like that. Um, and that was, um, right? No, it wasn't right around the time. Shortly before, um, in high school, you remember Mr. Hill's class when they yeah. brought in that veteran? Oh, and yeah, And he yeah, talked yeah. about, he had a vial of sand yes, from the beach, and I was the like, beach, yeah. damn. I know. Um, but that scene was classic. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I don't know, like, I was trying to remember back, like, I don't think it was action-packed, but there were a lot of great scenes. Um, yeah, there was good tension scenes. Yes. I mean, you mm-hmm. had the issue with the sniper, you had... Yep. Um, I mean, yeah. You remember when the wall Storming collapsed, the and then there's like all these Germans and all these Americans, and they're yeah. all like, "Put your gun down!" Yeah, yeah, and then they just de- completely destroy. Well, it. I think I think that scene's thirty minutes long. The the Omaha Beach scene. Oh yeah, it's, it's like super long. It's thirty minutes, right? And then it's bookended with that awesome yeah. bridge bridge fight scene. It's yep. like another thirty minutes. And then you, I mean, you see the guy walking around without his arm, picking up his arm. Yeah, and you got it. Like, uh, obviously, we've never been on a battlefield, but it's like. I could see that happening. Like, you're just so traumatized. You're like, I need to get my arm. Mm-hmm. My grandfather, my dad's dad, uh, only t- he was in, both my grandfathers were in World War, in World War II. Mm-hmm. One was a navigator for a bomber, and the other one was on the ground in the Philippines. And my dad's dad was on the ground in the Philippines. And when that movie came out, that was one of the few times I think he talked about his time in the Army. Yeah. Was when he was referencing that movie and he's like, that's, that, that's pretty, that's spot on. Yeah. He's like, that's the most realistic I've seen in a movie. It is. He's like, he did it. It was like, they did a great job with that. Right. And um, I mean, you just feel for like the story too. Like they got to save this last brother, you know, poor mom lost three other mm-hmm. brothers. And, um, I love the, uh, the ending scene when Tom's dying and he's like, earn it. You're yeah. Like, you're like, damn. That, that goes deep. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, and then it cuts to Matt Damon being older. You know, he starts crying. He's like, am I a good person? And you're like, fuck. <laughs> it'd be funny if his wife or daughter was like, nah. 
Meh. Sometimes. I mean, you're kind of a dick. Yeah. Are you going to leave me the house? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I like that one a lot. No, it definitely set the precedent for... Uh, we. You'd never seen anything like that, like realistically. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe Schindler's List, but it wasn't war. Yeah. It was more just the Schindler's was more story, right? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. The effects of war, not actually like war scenes. Yep. Like that, at least. I haven't seen it. <laughs> that graphic. Yeah, sure. <laughs> never seen it. You never seen? Oh yeah, Schindler's List. Yeah, I've never seen Schindler's List. I thought you maybe you had seen. See, Super I'm just gonna, not going to see it just, just because. No, like, I get so many people asking me from listening. They're like, I can't believe you never seen. Like my cousin called me up. He's like, you've never seen Schindler's List, and I'm like, no. He's like, You're like, I don't, I don't want to, you know, consider killing myself. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm I was so like, sad. Is it, is it an upbeat movie? When should I watch it? When I'm super happy, so I can get depressed, <laughs> or should I watch it when I'm sad, so I want to blow my brains out? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. It's definitely one of those movies you can't just you have to like be prepared to watch something like that. It's very sad. Schindler's List. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Oh yeah, for sure. But Saving Private Ryan, I could probably watch whenever. Yeah, I could. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of. I don't have to be in a mood to watch that. No. It's a lot of good, good scenes too. Like when the when the medic dies, you're like, damn. Yeah. No. I think he said he's like, I want to go home or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I'm sure that's been said. I don't know how many times. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, and then what's the other scene? Um, I can't remember the other one I was thinking of, but, um, or no, when like you, you kind of forget about war when like Tom Hanks is like, yeah, it's an English teacher back home. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you're yeah. like, damn, you over here doing this and you just teaching yeah. people, you know, prepositions back in the States. Yeah. Like it's, yeah, I know that's, that probably happens in a lot of war movies, but, um, I don't know. I thought they did a good job, like showing that these people are just normal humans before mm-hmm. and then you know this hell broke out so i love tom sizemore in it though. <clears throat> oh he's great i heard he was like high the whole movie i Dude, read wouldn't surprise me i, I read something problem, yeah. yeah that he was not in a good shape while yeah. they were filming that i'm gonna shoot you because i just don't like you <laughs> you don't know how to shut up yeah <laughs> uh, i've only seen this i think twice oh yeah and because i thought of it as as far as making the list because it does have the best war scenes yeah. I oh, think yeah. <laughs> shot um, but I didn't put it on my list because I actually enjoy Band of Brothers oh mm. so good like I've rewatched that so many it's, times Band of Brothers is better and, and it it, is. but kudos to this movie because without this movie being a hit Band of Brothers I don't think would have existed because yeah. Tom Hanks and Steven Spielberg yeah. then just they made produced this. it right yeah they yeah. produced that and then they did uh, The Pacific yeah, uh, yeah. So they, good one. they had a little. Uh, Didn't like the Pacific as much. But no, I, it, wasn't, I, it wasn't as good as I like uh, the Band, Band of Brothers. Brothers yeah. But. And when did Band of Brothers come out? That was two thousand two. Was it later? Yeah, two thousand one ish, two ish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but that was probably one of the best miniseries. Oh yeah, oh, it, it's up so there. Good. Come on, watch it now. Yeah, I know. It's very good. Yeah, it's a good pick. Yeah, good pick. All right, my number three. Uh, later in the 90s, it was yours. One year after, mm. 1999. Was this the Matrix? Matrix? No. Ooh. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> American Beauty. Oh. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what is this? Shakespeare and... <clears throat> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the Mummy. Oh. So, uh, <laughs> I picked this one. The, the reason why, I mean, again... Three through five could have been switched. Mm-hmm. Anyways, the mummy I could probably. It's more. It's the most fun. It's I very mean, fun. it rivals Tombstone in the amount of fun, but it, it's more fun than Tombstone. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Fun and gun shootouts. You got with the undead. So you got just 
an exorbitant amount of bullets going at monsters, so you don't have to worry about human life. Um, you have an aerial battle in an airplane with the sand mummy, mm-hmm. um, which kind of looks dated now or whatever, but you had some of those uh, scenes, the effects with the mummy. Yeah. Um, at the time, that was pretty. Yeah, it was, was pretty, pretty awesome. Good. Yeah. Right. And, um, yeah. but then, but overall, you have the, uh, I mean, it's just a, it feels like a generic action mm-hmm. adventure movie, but I feel like this was the precursor to the National Treasure movies. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of taking a little bit from Indiana Jones, um, and because you have the swashbuckling hero, you got funny sidekicks, um, and you have uh, Rachel Vice. 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 Mm-hmm. Vice. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but yeah, it's just a good adventure story, treasure hunt story. Brendan Fraser's awesome in it. He is. Uh, that was prime Fraser. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Prime Fraser, mm-hmm. uh, which he's getting a resurgence now. Yeah. I'm excited uh, to see The Whale. Yeah. He's I, a I good dude. That. He's a good dude. I like Darren Aronofsky. He has a knack for reviving careers. Have you mm-hmm. ever seen The Wrestler? No. Oh, if it's work. if it's as good as the wrestler, I'm sure it's gonna be pretty pretty good. I've heard the wrestler's fantastic. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's great. Yeah. But, I mean, the mummy, the mummy part two was still good. But, it was. I mean, mm-hmm. the mummy is. So it's good. fun. Yeah. It's just you fun. can re- you can watch it anytime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anytime it's on. Yeah. It's funny. Like watching him, you know, it, s- suck those guys dry yeah. and then get his form back. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, oh shit, hemotep. Hey, who's the the guy who plays Rachel Weiss's brother? What's his name? He was in Spartacus. Have you ever seen yeah, Spartacus? Yeah, he was. Yep. He was like I forget his because it was uh, different from his role in the Mummy. He actually played like a like a he was a like douche, a bad dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was not a good person. No, I God, forget what was his, his name. name. John Hanna. Yeah, John. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yes, he's funny. Oh, he's funny. He's real good in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's, good he's super it. good. The guy who plays Benny. Benny, he's fantastic. He's in all of Stephen Summers' movies. Yeah, he always has a bit role in him. Mm-hmm. They How did Benny die in the movie? Does he get eaten by the bugs? Uh, I th- no, I think he gets trapped in whatever pyramid or whatever tomb yeah, with, that they're. Oh, in. the gold, right? Because yeah, he's, like, he's trying to get the gold, yeah. and then he stalls too long, and and then I think those like the swarm yeah. of bugs get him. Maybe, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like goodbye, Benny. Right, <laughs> goodbye, Benny. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like we have all the horses. <laughs> Looks like you're on the, the other wrong side, side of, of the river. river. <laughs> Yeah, it's fun. It's uh, good. That's a good pick. Who's the actor who plays like the Guardians of the Desert too? He was the Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Um uh, he's in Douche Bigelow, Male Gigolo. Yes. He plays yeah. the He was like the Douche. Douche. Douche? Douche. Yeah, I think it's Deuce. Did douche? I say douche? You said douche. Douche yeah. Bigelow. You should have called it douche Bigelow. That's the porno version, douche Bigelow. Yeah, yeah. He played Ardeth Bay. Yeah. I thought he he was good in that movie. He's like this cool customer. He's mm-hmm. like, You guys have awoken the mummy. Mm-hmm. You just doomed the earth. Unless, I don't even, how did they even kill them? Oh. Um, I like how that, that their sole existence is to protect that secret, and they fucked it up. I know. They didn't even try. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, oh, let's attack them in the middle of the night one time. Yeah, like, like oh, you guys have woke in the moment. Where the fuck were you? Like, oh, our entire race of people has been brought up to protect the secret. Like, then why weren't you just chilling in there, waiting? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. hey, right. go away. Yeah. Or just shoot them. Yeah. Boom, boom. Yeah, that'd be easy. No one knows. What was what was the mummy's woman? Anaxunamun. Anaxunamun, yeah. Anaxunamun. There's a lot of that. You say Emotep. Yep, Emotep. Which I, I always think of Egyptian... Uh, oh! God, the what? phantom. Um, 
He was in Titanic. God, oh, Billy Zane? Yeah, Billy, Billy Zane. Zane. Yeah. Egyptian yeah. Billy, Billy Zane. Yeah. Um, That's a good call. Yeah. <laughs> he does look like a He does, yeah. Yeah. You I shave thought it was the head. Billy Zane yeah. for like the first half of the movie. The first time I watched it, I was like, ah, oh, he's in Back to the Future. <laughs> and I was like, well, darker complected and whatever. Anytime you can bring Back to the Future into yeah. the conversation, Jay's just happy. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a good pick. I like that pick. It's fun. Didn't Tom Cruise remake that movie? Or is that a different? I movie? haven't seen it. It's a. Yeah, is it a different, different story? Movie. Yeah, it's a different okay. story. So same, technically the same property. Which, um, because I think a lot of people were hoping that it was going to be, yeah, a reboot, but also kind of a sequel, like a present day version. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of that, they were trying to do the Universal was trying to do the MonsterVerse. Yeah. Yeah. So. Th- I think they casted Johnny Depp as the Invisible Man, and Russell Crowe was supposed to be Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Because gotcha. I think at the end of The Mummy, there's an end credit scene where Russell Crowe turns into, like, Mr. Jekyll. Oh, yeah. God. And, uh, I think Angelina Jolie is, like, an insufferable uh, <laughs> woman or something. I don't know what the fuck she played, but just someone yeah. pain in the ass. Yeah. De- um, definitely not. You can the, tell he likes. <laughs> yeah, he likes her. I know. <laughs> definitely not the best uh, actor in that family. No. John Voight. John Voight's that. much better. Yeah, yeah he is. Um, yeah, no, that I, I like that pick. Um, the Mummy's a good one, it, and it got better with age as they yeah. made more movies, right? Scorpion King, so good. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> probably the best computer. <laughs> the CGI. Actually, no, that was the that was Mummy one. Returns. The Mummy Returns oh, had the best uh, the, CGI. The one. CGI of uh, Dwayne Sco- Johnson as Scorpion King yeah. was pretty rough. There's no uncanny valley in those eyes. <laughs> <laughs> nope. A little rough. But no, the first one was awesome. Mm-hmm. What was the second one about? I'm trying to remember. They had to... That was Return of the Mummy, right? The Mummy uh, Returns. Mummy it, Returns. Yeah. It was um, Rachel Weiss's character. Oh, yeah, she tries to turn... She, like, oh, no, that was the first one. She having experiences in her previous life. And yeah. They yeah. have a son, I think, at this yeah, point. Yeah. So... That's right. It was fine. It wasn't as good as the first one, yeah. but... Because the first one, he tried to turn Rachel into a Noxuna, right? Like that was the, yeah. He tried to reincarnate her right. into her body, and yeah. then okay, I remember that now. Yep, there's a blimp in that one. Remember the blimp? Yeah, yeah, because they were trying to rehash some of the story beats yeah. from the previous one, but and yeah. instead of sand, it was a water, water, water wall thingy. It's different. There's <laughs> zombie monkey. There's zombie monkeys in it. Remember the zombie monkeys? I do. Yep. Good so. stuff. All right. That was your number three. That was my number three. All right, my number three is Cliffhanger. Hmm. It's a good one. I, I love like it. it. Uh, I mean, where to start? Uh, it's probably my favorite Sylvester Stallone action movie. Uh, I love John Lithgow as a villain. He's the best. He could play a villain any day. I'd watch it. I like the characters in it. I think the characters are just... Uh, just so over the top that it's great. Uh, I can't remember the actors. I know Leon plays one of the henchmen, and there's like an Irish dude who references soccer way too much. And then there's a <laughs> Leon from The Professional. No, no, no. no. Uh, Leon. His name's Leon. That's oh, okay. the actor's name. I can't remember his his, Kynet. his character. Kynet. Kynet. Yeah. Kynet. Um, and then the F- the FBI guy who is double crossing everybody. He's just so over the top. Oh, Rex. Like, uh, Shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> The whole Shut movie, up, yeah. The whole movie, he's so loud. Um, but it's 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 got one of the best opening scenes ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, hands down. 
This is when he loses his girlfriend or something. Not his girlfriend, his friend's girlfriend. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael yeah, yeah. Rooker's. You can Michael see Michael Rooker. Yeah, yeah. You see the belt buckle. Yep. Breaking. You're like, oh my god. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So it's a great scene to set the story. Um, I mean, because after that, you don't need to understand motivations anymore. It just sets it sets it up perfectly. Uh, I mean, the climbing in it is. I know they shot that for real. Like there was no CGI in it. Um, actually, I think Sylvester Stallone got frostbite in his. Like index finger. Oh dang! Film in the movie. Uh, it's it's just awesome. It's a cool like mm-hmm. you know heist caper movie uh, with awesome one liners. The action's amazing. You you get you get uh, Sylvester Stallone jumping away from an explosion. <laughs> it's in his contract <laughs> <laughs> every time. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a there, he impales a guy on an icicle. Yeah, I mean that's pretty fucking cool. It's a good unique setting. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't. I mean, you have. have Do you ever see the Iger Sanction? No, no. So that's a Clint Eastwood movie, probably. Oh God, sixties or seventies, but. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, that's like one of those mountain climbing movies to where it mainly takes place on a mountain. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, you don't get a lot of movies like that. Though. No. Just that remote setting. Yeah. Part of it's the, just the difficulty of filming, but yeah, the, the fact that they filmed. They could have easily, if they made this today, it would be in a studio. Yeah. And it'd be 72 degrees in there. And yep. Just wouldn't they have, have that they, feel. They have uh, uh, Sylvester Stallone shoot a gun underwater. That's always a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> I love when guns go off underwater. <laughs> because they do. Because they do. That's how it works. I don't think that would work. No. No. It's, it's such a simple setup, too. I mean... There's bags of cash scattered about, and they're going to find this, the bags of cash. Mm-hmm. And then Sylvester Stallone tries to fuck him over, and it's great. Don't they try to make... No, they make his friend try to help him find it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Merle from Walking Dead, right? Yeah. Yeah. Michael Rooker, yeah. Yep. Yep. So, I mean, you know he's going to help him out. He doesn't, mm-hmm. he doesn't want the, the John Lithgow to, to get the... They try to make it seem like, is he going to be with Sylvester Stallone, or do you still hold a grudge for him... You know, killing yeah, his right. You know, accidentally <clears throat> killed his his uh, girlfriend, but but I have some great uh, clips here that we're gonna listen to. Mm-hmm. Tucker and Walker, we're missing three bags. What's in them? None of your fucking business. <laughs> Shoots, socks, one hundred million dollars, the usual stuff. <laughs> it amazes me in this day and age. When a man for money for the personal safety himself and his bitch. You want to kill me, don't you, Tucker? Don't take a number and get in line. Cost a fortune to heat this place. Dun dun dun. Your friend just had the most expensive funeral in history. Travis, you've lost your mind. Lost? Have I lost it? Fucking A, I lost it, Coyler! Pure fucking Section 8! <laughs> make somebody a fine wife someday. You should see me bake a cake. Jesus, over, Kill a few people, they call you a murderer. Murderer. Kill a million, and you're a conqueror. Go figure. 
I must admit you're a real piece of work. Yeah, and I must admit you're a real piece of shit. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's so good. You're a conqueror. <laughs> yeah, what kind of accent was he doing? Go figure. I don't know. Who's the actress in that? I don't know what she, her name she is. She was also in uh, Die Hard with Vengeance. Oh, was she? She the, was. Yeah, she was. Uh, um, she was uh, Jeremy Irons. Sign, yeah, Jeremy Irons. Uh, Side lady. piece. Yeah. Oh. Carolyn Goodall. She's kind of a badass in mm. Die Hard with a Vengeance. Yeah, she is. Yeah, but I mean, it's great. You get the action. You get those awesome one-liners. Seasons over, asshole. Come on. He was kicking. You know, he was kicking the shit out of him. <clears throat> acting like he was in a soccer game. It's such a, it's such a funny scene. <laughs> but it's awesome. I love it. Cool. Number three. That was your number. Well done. That was your Thank number. Thank you. All right. Jason. You're number two. Number two. Number two. Number two. Your deuce. Okay. Earliest one in the 90s. 91. Ooh, I already know it. I already know it, too. And you're fucking wrong. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> you know it, Jason. Yeah, I know it. It's so good. You're wrong. Terminator. It's wrong number. Two. Wrong number. Judgment Day. Wrong number. <clears throat> it is also my number two. Let me tell you why it's oh, so good. It it's, is also, <clears throat> it's also my number so, two. So that's my number one. Ah. Oh, so, yeah. Okay. I feel you now. I feel you. I struggled between this and my number one. So Yeah. No. Both of you are wrong. It's number one. So we'll, <laughs> we'll go to number one, I guess, okay. first. And then. Yep. Um, yeah. Terminator 2. So good. Um, another one I, I saw with my mom. Um, and maybe my brother, I forget. Your mom took you to go see this? I'm pretty sure. In theaters? Mom of the year. I think. Was That's it awesome. R? Oh, yeah, it was R. Yeah. That's <laughs> pretty So I don't know if she could have taken me. Maybe I maybe she didn't. I feel like I watched this in the theaters. I could be remembering incorrectly though. Um Maybe she took you because she wanted to see it so bad and she's like, He's gonna go see it with me. Possibly. It's can you happen. take a kid into it? You her? can if yeah. your parents yeah, are yeah, yeah. Okay. She probably Oh, did. I've been to rated our movies with uh yeah. kids. Yeah, she's a badass woman. She probably did. <laughs> so um, but yeah, great Arnold, you know, doing his thing as the old, uh, Terminator T-1000. Did you like the first one? I did. Mm-hmm. I did like the first one. I liked the second one better. I think just because it seemed newer, like mm-hmm. the first Terminator has got that 80s vibe. Yeah. Of it's very low budget. Yeah. yeah. Very yeah. grainy. And yes. it's more of a horror film. Yes. Yeah. It's not it really is. an action movie. <clears throat> I thought Arnold was great in it. I lo- I loved Kyle Reese, whoever that actor is. He was in Tombstone. Michael Johnny Bean, Ringo. Michael Bean. Yep. Um, so I did like the first one, but loved the second one. The story was great. You know, um, they've redone it so many times now that it, you know it's kind of annoying. But the you know he came back because there's a bigger, badder Terminator that's coming to get John Connor is great. Um, some of the scenes like the the motorcycle chase with the dirt bike and the semi truck with t1000 was great yeah in the river of la yes i know <laughs> the dry river. the dried up river yeah. um yeah. when he's uh when they first i think when he first sees t1000 coming towards john and he's got the the roses <clears throat> and then he just you know whips out the shotgun and the roses fall down i think that they i think they do that in slow motion too right mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah yeah that was fantastic um and then the um action scene like when they go to is it cyberdyne yep yeah and then that one guy he's got the he's like 
I don't know yeah. how much longer I can hold this. <laughs> Ding. Boom. Yeah. That's very, it is very prolonged <laughs> for sure. Um, yeah, there's just so many good scenes in it. And um, yeah, that's another one, man. That's tough at the end. He's like, I must go in the lava. Like, I forget the exact words, but, you know, he's like, I got to kill myself. I understand now why you cry, but yes. it's something I can never do. Yes. Yeah. He's like, I got to kill. I've had to kill this chip. Um, yeah. I and thought. Then he, and then he gives him the thumbs up. So yep. there's a little yeah. emotion behind him. Yeah. It's a little emotion there. A little. He yeah. understands a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought, uh, I, I forget the, it's not Patrick. No, that's definitely not Patrick Stewart. It, no, no, no. Patrick. What's his name? T-1000. Oh, X X Files guy. What? X Files guy. He was in the X Files. Yeah, he was the boss in the yeah. X Files. Oh, was he? Yeah, he was in the X Files after uh, mm-hmm. David Co- Duchovny left. Okay. Robert He's Patrick. Robert, Robert Patrick. Patrick. Right. Yes. Um, he was great. He's every alcoholic dad. Yes. In every movie. Yes. Um, He's in the new Peacemaker. He's really good in that. They're making another Peacemaker. The Peacemaker show with John Cena. Oh. Plays the Peacemaker. Not, Robert Patrick. Oh yeah, he's the dad. Not That's the right. George Clooney 1996 vehicle. No, no, no. <laughs> Definitely yeah. not that. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that's two for me. I thought um, that's another one. It's it's totally it's the most rewatchable Terminator in my opinion. You can oh yes throw it on and I mean yeah it's a revolutionary movie <laughs> it for is. sure I, uh, absolutely that it's it's my number one mm-hmm. because you have the opening shot during uh, Sarah Connor's narration and you see the widespread future war mm-hmm. and it kind of it starts off on the skull gets uh collapsed by a walking oh. t-800 yep and then the, the camera pans back and you just see this massive uh future war happening mm-hmm. and that is probably the most unremarkable thing in that movie mm-hmm. and the fact that he starts it off with that it looks amazing but that's i mean yeah the skull being crushed is memorable but everything else in that is just kind of like eh, yeah it's future war kind of a thing but everything else the fact that that scene is dwarfed by the rest of the movie um is awesome you touched on the uh the mall shootout and following the motorcycle chase with yep. the semi-truck uh the men still i mean it has every different kind of action scene you could think of to where you have the chase scene from the mall you have a mental institution escape tension oh, yes. and uh, Sarah Connor trying to bust out of that at the same time that the T-1000 is just kind of slowly going through yeah. the finder. Um, blowing up Cyberdyne, which they actually did. a real They blew up a building. Um, really? And then you have yeah. the chase. Yeah. Yes, they set up like 15 cameras to capture that. Make sure they got um, it, yeah. And then they have the chase from Cyberdyne um, starts off with I think it was like that SWAT yeah. van or yep. the SWAT yep. truck um, versus a helicopter. Oh yeah. yeah, and they actually flew a helicopter under, under the, the bridge. bridge. Yeah, yeah. And I mean that was real. They, I mean they had the the amount of computer effects in this movie I think was minimal. I mean because I think it's probably just T one thousand. Right? Yeah, I yeah. mean it was it was industrial light. I think they it was a combined like three minutes of footage yeah. mm-hmm. that was computer animated. Everything else was <clears throat> practical or Stan Winston makeup effects, right? And everything else. Um, but then you have uh, another the action set piece in the steel mill with the Terminators going one on one. But also, I mean, the story isn't mindless. It's 
smartly written mm-hmm. to where it makes sense. It fits with the sequel. Uh, they did a good job of expanding Sarah Connor's character to where she wasn't either exactly the same again, like, oh, what do I do? She has more of an in-charge role, mm-hmm. which James Cameron <clears throat> does really well writing female characters. And yeah, she then, wasn't a damsel in distress in this one. Yeah, no. wasn't a damsel in dis- distress. She was in her next phase of character. Yeah, doing yeah. pull-ups. Yeah. yeah. Doing pull-ups. And, oh, she was jacked, too. Oh, she was jacked. Yeah, she's a badass. Doing uh, one-arm pull-ups. But... <laughs> The overall movie also is, uh, I, I always think of it's like, it's it's a boy and his dog movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and they do a really good shot of, uh, or really good job of establishing that relationship. So that way, when the Terminator does go into the lava, or not lava, but the molten steel, mm-hmm. uh, you feel for John Connor and you're able to relate with him. Um, and his relationship with the Terminator. Yeah. The in the thumbs up, I like how you knew what it was referencing because it was just a throwaway shot when Sarah Connor was narrating and you just saw a silent um, interaction between John and the Terminator. He was Terminator. teaching him, right? Yeah, yeah. he was <clears throat> teaching him how to give high fives or whatever and then like you see him trying to do the thumbs up. Um, to where it wasn't like blatantly, oh, pay attention to the thumbs up. This yeah, will yeah. be mm-hmm. something that gets called back. Uh, he respected the audience's intelligence to where they're going to understand where that came from. Wait, what? Right. Yeah. It's fun. They Filmmaker don't, they, respecting intelligence. I know. They don't, <laughs> they don't hit you They don't the do head. that anymore, do they? But, um, <laughs> they have to explain everything to you. I think it's by far James Cameron's best movie. I mean... I, I don't know enough James Cameron movies to... <clears throat> Well, he's made five. Titanic, (laughs) Avatar, True Lies, The Abyss, Aliens, uh, Piranha, which was like his first one. Yeah. Piranha 3, like 2, I think, or something like that. And then this. Yeah, I would agree with you then. I like it. Like, I I like Avatar. I like, I mean, I do like Titanic. It's actually good. But, yeah, this one's by far the best, in my opinion. And I I do like how they, they turned... The Terminator from the first movie, you know, because Arnold was great in the first one being a badass, right? Mm-hmm. And then they bring him into this one, and they, you know, right off the bat when he time travels here, and then he meets that biker guy who tries to, you know, he puts a cigar in his chest, and he's like, you know, grabs his thing. Yeah, you're like, oh shit. Yeah, John's gonna be good. Yeah. And then T1000 comes, and it's this little Robert Patrick guy, but then he turns out to be, you know, Unstoppable, essentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, I thought they did a good job setting that up, where you almost feel like, yeah, we'll be, we'll be all right. And then T one thousand is just, you know, they froze him, they tried they to did. freeze yep. him, they and started he started the freezing, and he came back. Nitrogen. He came yeah. back together. He did. He yeah. came right back together. That was a pretty cool scene. It was. The I I didn't watch the first Terminator before, before the, this one before this one because I I remember the first time I saw this I was at my grandparents in Florida's house. My parents had actually rented it, and it was my parents, my brother, and my grandparents, and I think my aunt and uncle were there. I'm not sure, but um, I it, this was 92, so I was about nine, mm-hmm. and my dad had wanted to see it. We rented it. Um, I was inconsolable at the end. Oh, I was really? bawling my eyes out because Aww. I didn't understand why he had to kill himself oh, or whatever. Okay. And my parent, my dad will still bring that up. Oh yeah. To where he's like, 
because my dad always makes a joke. Uh, it's the it's the greatest movie ever made, which <laughs> I don't share that. I do think it is the one of the best action movies of all time. Yeah, not just of the fair. '90s because I don't feel like that action was topped until probably Raid Two. Mm. Um, and even then, I feel like that movie just wasn't able to match for scale. Bad Boys Part Two is almost there, but I mean, it it falls short of character and story. Um, but uh, but yeah, Terminator Two, I think it, is... it feels the action feels like it shouldn't have been filmed in 1991. Yeah, I mean, right. it was definitely ahead. It of really its time. doesn't. No, no. And the fact because I can't, <clears throat> I mean, in my opinion. There is no action movie that has come close, except again, except maybe Raid Two, or um, some of the John Wick ones are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like just to have everything, like a good story, great acting, uh, memorable characters, um, suspense, like different setting. Like it just it feels like such a complete movie that other action movies haven't been able to mimic. They usually fall short in something to where now it's just, yeah, there's, you have Marvel movies or you have the transformer movies, which are these massive, uh, spectacle action set piece movies, but it's all computer animated. Yeah. yeah. And the art, of making something like that, having it look real, looking like something that should not have been able to be filmed. Mm -hmm. And the fact that they did it practically um, still made it engaging. And the fact that it still holds up today. I mean, it's like, it's over 30 years old now. I know. And it, I think it's the only, the only thing that comes to mind is like a Christopher Nolan, like inception in terms of scale and action pieces. But that feels like something that could be filmed. It doesn't feel like ahead of its time. It's just very well done. Yeah. This feels like if they even made it today, it would still be impressive mm-hmm. because it's just, I mean, everything's practical. It's great. It's like, you know, like the three minutes where like the T-1000 is morphing his hand or mm-hmm. right. whatever the case may be. Yeah. All the computer effects that they use are for small yeah, moments moments to yeah. just kind of complete that movie. Yeah. And so you want to, this is a good, this is a good story. My first image of this movie, um, I was 91, so what was I? Six years old. And my sister Jenny rented it, and my brother Jeff. They watched it. They let me watch it. The very first thing I remember was, you know the scene where T-1000 is uh, is Edward Furlong's, uh, or John Connor's mom, mm-hmm. stepmom, and she kills yeah, the, <laughs> the, knife, the yep. knife hand. And then Whoa. it pans out, and then like it's, he's, he's impaled, and then my mom walks in. <laughs> She's like... What are you watching? <laughs> He's like, Matt, get out of here. She kicked me out, and I had to wait like another couple of years before I could see the whole thing. But yeah, that's a pretty gnarly image for like mm-hmm. a six-year-old to look at. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I know. I, now that we talk about the movie more and more, I'm like, there's no way my mom. Took me <laughs> it's pretty. I brutal. was only six. Shit. Yeah, yeah. There's no way. Yeah. I, I wish watching it. I I wish I experienced because everyone talked about how, um, oh, like when they talk about like oh. And it's a twist because the Terminator isn't, like, the T-800 mm-hmm. isn't bad in this one. He's a good guy. And I'm like, was that a twist? Like, I feel like that was given away in the trailer. Um, yeah. But I, one of the experiences I wish I could have had was being knowledgeable of the first Terminator. Yeah, yeah. 
then going straight into this movie without knowing anything. And I yeah. feel like that twist probably would have paid off a lot harder, especially when he pulls the gun out of the roses, aims mm-hmm. it at John Connor and says, get down. Right. And, and then he ends up, yeah. yeah. Because, that, I mean, the first one does play mm-hmm. into it pretty well. And I love the end scene where Terminator, doesn't he come up that belt? Yeah, yeah. And then he's like, pops him with the thing. Yeah, the grenade launcher. And, then, and that was that was right after Sarah Connor's got the shotgun. She's like, boom, boom. And then one more shot, mm-hmm. and he's in the molten yeah. steel. Yeah. But click. Little trivia. The, uh, the security guard that mm-hmm. comes up from the floor and sticks a needle in his eye yes. uh, when they're in the mental hospital. They're actually twins. Twins. And oh. you can see those twins in uh, Good Morning Vietnam. There's like a quick joke that uh, Robin Williams comes into the, like the recording studio. He, he asks some question and the camera st- uh, has on one of those actors and he's like, yes. And then the camera pans over and it's his twin brother sitting next to him. He's like, yes. And Robin Williams is like, whoa, deja vu. <laughs> and, uh, and then the scene with uh, Linda Hamilton when the T-1000 morphs into her and they're staring at each other. Also, twins. Trying to think of this. Really? In, in the steel mill. Because Linda Hamilton is a twin. Is she really? She yep. is? I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because doesn't he stab her too? In the arm or the shoulder? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize that she was a twin. I had no idea. Oh, look, I'm learning, I'm learning things every day. To, and I don't think her sister really was... Um, in that many movies, hmm. um, identical twin sister Leslie Hamilton. No kidding. Older sister and a younger brother. Yeah. Huh. So. Well, yeah, the makeup effects are great. They merge that, like the the gunshot wounds of the T one thousand. Like I'm, that shot at the end with the eye. Mm-hmm. Just that's all makeup effects as it like zooms back out. It's that's. Jeez. Pretty crazy. It's good. Can I play the best quote? Sure. From the Please. movie. Please do. Ready? Yeah. Come with me if you want to live. That's it. <laughs> That's a good quote. I was waiting for the ad. Beginning. No. Everyone says that. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, so many good lines, but. Yeah. Hasta la vista, baby. How many times did you say that when you were a kid? Oh, gosh. All the Too time. Many. Yeah. Yeah. And Edward Furlong was such a, like a badass kid that mm-hmm. when you were a kid, you're like, I wish I could be like. I know. Mm-hmm. I could I could run off with my friend on my dirt bike and He's like get a cigarettes rebel. and yeah. yeah yeah the guy from Salute Your Shorts yeah or, yeah yeah it is yeah and uh, but yeah because I had you have it as your number two I have yeah. it as my number one um, and I was I struggled with it for maybe a half a second to where my number two I was like well maybe I should have that be my number one and then I was like mm, no overall Terminator mm-hmm. two I feel it's, like it's just a better movie yeah. Um, I mean it's the it's the complete package, right? It's in in my in my opinion. Yeah. Um, no, it is, and yeah. The now how do you've referenced or you made a reference to the other Terminator? How do you feel the later Terminator movies? Have you seen all of them? I've seen a few. So what was the next one? Rise of the Machines or something? Yeah, Terminator yeah. Three, Rise um, of the Machines. Wasn't crazy about that. I actually um. I really like the latest one. Um, what Dark was it? Fate. Dark Fate. Dark Fate, yeah. Was that with Linda Hamilton yep. again? 
and then they had the the new Terminator that was like really two Terminators. Mm-hmm. It was the mm-hmm. skeleton and the T one thousand kind of. And then they brought Arnold back, and they had his story of like, you know, he he tried to be a a good Terminator after he yeah because he he's the one who came back and killed John yeah. And like the first five minutes and completely just fucked yeah. all over this movie. Exactly. <laughs> I, know. I know. Yeah, great great storytelling guy. <laughs> I know. That's what I didn't like about how, it. How yeah. do you how do you uh shit all over one of the most popular movies <laughs> in the franchise? But I did think that was the most uh entertaining one since T two. I did not like many between that. Like even the one with Christian Bale I thought was gonna be yeah, awesome. Yeah, there was Terminator Salvation yeah. and then after that Terminator Genesis. Yeah. Yeah. And Sam Worth Sam uh oh, God. who played Van- Vanilla Face. Sam Worthington was Worthington. In Salvation. Yeah. yeah, Vanilla Face. And Christian I thought that was gonna be good and when we watched it I was like, I didn't like that. Yeah. At all. Um, Genesis was terrible. I I don't think I saw Genesis. It has Daenerys in it. Yeah. Oh, the worst Sarah Connor. Oh yeah, she, she's a, she's a great Khaleesi, but she is mm-hmm. not a good. Come with me if you want to live now, soldier. And I'm like, all right, you need to calm your tits uh, <laughs> and put some bass in your voice or something because <laughs> get some bass in your voice. You're not doing it right. And, yeah. Um, which I mean, she had she looked like a young mm-hmm. Linda Hamilton, mm-hmm. but didn't play it too well. No. no. Yeah, uh, I didn't watch Genesis just because I saw the trailer and I, that line was in there. And I was like, nope. <laughs> That'll <laughs> be a big bag time. of nopes for me. And I never watched Dark Fate. Um, Dark Fate was, I mean, it's okay. The And the reason why is the opening scene when they're in the island and the Terminator yeah. walks out of the water or wherever the fuck he comes from. And yeah. kills John. And Gunner, kills John. Kills John. Yeah. And, um, but I, I love the best part of that movie is when they're before like the final battle and Arnold's telling the story of somebody who's buying drapes. He's like, he wanted to put polka dots in the room. And I said, no, don't do it. <laughs> I about fell off the couch. I was like, that's so good. It's so cheesy, but it's good. I had, oh. when I was just out of college, I had, it was before they came out with Terminator Salvation because part three, a lot of people didn't like part three. I thought it was, it obviously wasn't as good as part two. Are you talking about Rise of the Machines? Yeah, Rise of the Machines. And I remember going seeing it with my dad. and That was like the origin, right? Like where they showed Cyberdyne taking over? Yeah. Yeah, so that, yeah, they showed Judgment. A younger John Connor. Yeah, Yeah. he was like in his early 20s. Mm -hmm. He meets uh, um, Claire Danes. Wasn't he a drug addict in that movie? He was. He was not in good shape. mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And they did a lot of callbacks to T2. Anyways, but I thought it ended very well. And I liked the way... ended story-wise because Claire Dane's father sends them to a mountain and they think, oh, we're going to blow up Skynet. And they're just unaware bunker, that right? it's, yeah, it's yeah. a virus, pretty yep. much. Um, just an AI virus. And they go to the bunker and they discover, oh, we were sent here to survive. And I liked how they had the CB radio or the, uh, the intercom or whatever they were shortwave ham radio they were wondering like what's going on who's in charge and that he's he's the only one that really knows what's going on mm-hmm. so it makes sense story-wise why john connor is the leader of the human resistance right, right. Yep. he was raised understanding this whole situation yeah yep um and her dad was the one who essentially flipped the switch on of yeah Skynet, he, he right? gave the order yeah um and which he didn't want to right um, but the virus like made him feel like he had to, in a sense, right? No, it was more of it. 
what was happening was in that movie there was a virus going through a bunch of computers and the internet and everything else to where they were afraid it was going to infect the defense defense system yes and they were they didn't want that to happen they couldn't fight the virus any other way they they couldn't breach it or kind of contain it or anything and they said well if you release skynet skynet will find the virus and stop it and and he's like well no it's not ready yet blah 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 but the twist of the story was the virus was actually skynet created the virus infected other things Mm -hmm. and then when once they released skynet then right it was able to take over got it Um, which i always thought would be funny because (laughs) it infected all the computers so there's like you remember dorm rooms yeah it's like back when you had uh computer towers and not, not everyone had a laptop so i mean they were just stationary desktop computers were the main computers at that time to our at the end it's like they have the uh voiceover the narration he's like skynet infected every computer in every dorm room and then like <laughs> as soon as the first time i heard that i just pictured universities across the world and there's just thousands of computers whirring away in the yeah. room by themselves just like skynet like that's it <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> yeah half of skynet's just taking up cpu space old piece of shit computers. computers you yeah. remember our computers in oh, Purdue? Yeah. oh yeah like an old compact that was like 10 Take years five old five minutes to boot up <laughs> but the uh the sad thing i i thought of the perfect I had it like all outlined, like the perfect fourth Terminator movie that they should have made. This is before the Christian Bale one came out to where it was going to take place in the future. And I like, I had outlined this whole, this is me just straight. Nerd, oh yeah. Right at like getting all, the, either, getting all the ladies. I was, yeah, <laughs> I was either in college or it was like shortly after college. I would just sit in my room and just outline the whole thing out. And it was called Terminator, no fate. Mm. And the end of the story it would kind of have callbacks to T2 and reference all the other Terminators to where um, the whole movie is John uh, kind of conversing or just kind of getting along with Kyle. Mm -hmm. And John's aware of who Kyle is. And um, obviously you'd have some kind of war thing. But overall, um, he would remember back to what his mother always said, there's no fate but what you make for yourself. And um, they break in, so they're trying to get into the time facility so that way they can send Kyle Reese back. And throughout, you have action set pieces, blah, 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 but the whole thing is you get to the end and John Connor decides not to send Kyle back. Because if he doesn't send Kyle back, then there would be no reason to send the first Terminator because the time loop would kind of loop on itself to where... If he doesn't send Kyle back, they would still send the first Terminator. But the first Terminator would maybe, maybe not kill Sarah Connor. Then John wouldn't be born. The timeline would loop back on itself again. And Skynet uh, may or may not even be created because Cyberdyne wouldn't have been able to piece together, reverse engineer the first Terminator that Sarah crushed into Hydra Compress because they wouldn't have had that technology. So it Mm -hmm. created a paradox to where it would have just looped around itself to where he would have stopped that future from existing by denying his own birth. Right. And by him denying his own birth, it would <clears throat> tie into the title with the no fate. And then, but it would just be him um, 
more or less it'd be a father son story mm-hmm. and because mm. he'd finally get to know his father but then he'd make the decision not to send back and i was like oh that'd kind of be a neat story and yeah, then, yeah. Would. you could wrap up you could close off the the story and you could have some sentimental ending but uh they chose not to do that then they, they kind of pick it up and then, uh, <laughs> you didn't did you pitch it to him yeah, yeah. I, I did not so yeah, i tried to uh, i was telling people like homeless people on the side <laughs> yeah. uh on my way to work on days and they were like sir get away from me and, yeah just give me a dollar please but yeah i like that though it's kind of like using the time travel against the machines mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know like flipping it flipping it against yeah. them i kind of like that so yeah no fate. Independence Day using the satellites. That's right. Them. That is creative, though. I, I, I kind of dig that. Sadly, they didn't make anything like that. No. No, they didn't. But yeah. You got to keep this creative train rolling, baby. Mm-hmm. You can't end it. Yeah. Why would you? Yep. Just, They're going to make... Keep pumping them out. Keep pumping I mean, them I mean, out. Why isn't there another one out yet? I mean, it's... Dark Fate bombed pretty bad. Yeah. Did it really? They spent okay. like $200 million on it. I don't think it even came close to making... Ugh. Back that because you need to make four hundred million to break even. I didn't make that. You know why it didn't do too well? Because it shot on yeah the t- previous T two. Yeah, I mean the masterpiece. Here let's let's completely make the the most the fan favorite movie completely useless. Not mm. <laughs> smart. Take, yeah. yeah, yeah. But well, that's not my number one. That's your number two. That's my number two. That's, that's my your, number two. That's your number two. That's right. All right. What was your number two? Oh, my number two. Yeah. My number two, we traveled to 1999. Oh, yes. And I'm sure... The Matrix? Absolutely. Yes. So... Is that your number one? That's my number one. That's your number one? Absolutely. That's not your number one. I didn't put it on the list. Okay. So... What's your number one? uh, Yeah, you you didn't put it on the list because you're wrong. Um, It would be my number one if I put it on the list. It would be. Well, then, then technically it's your number number one. Technically. This is like a participation award for your number one. No, my number one is, uh, in it's terms good. of action movies, yes. It's yeah. it's my favorite one. All right. So, The Matrix. Mm-hmm. Your number one. My, my number, number one. So, yeah. Uh, it's the best computer-based movie in the 90s. Because you had uh, The Net, Johnny Mnemonic, The Lawnmower Man. Hackers. Hackers. Uh, strange Days. Strange Days. and Wait, real quick. Why was Lawnmower Man called Lawnmower Man if it was computer-based? I've saw I saw this movie like I think was well I think eight. he I think he, he actually lawn. mowed lawns yeah really he, he was a yeah he was mentally challenged <clears throat> mentally challenged yeah. and he was a landscape worker he, yeah, yeah. He mowed okay lawns and they had developed some kind of virtual reality or maybe that's the second one they blur but I think they tried to augment his intellect using computers oh. and he was able to I think put his consciousness inside a computer yeah. yeah. And he became kind of like an AI. Or yeah, like yeah. A very so nothing dangerous... to do with actual lawnmowers. No, no. Other than the fact that the... he mowed lawns. He mowed lawns. They, they only real called... creative title. Though, well, they only called it that because it's based off a Stephen King short story uh, called okay. The Lawnmower Man. So okay, got they, it. they were just trying to tie in. Hey, this is a Stephen King yeah. short story. Please go watch the movie. Got it. Okay. Okay. Please proceed. Uh, That's Pierce Brosnan, by the way. Really? He's the the engineer. It does yeah. He's the engineer. Yeah. Um, so the best computer-based movie, which that means nothing, but there there was a shit ton of crap computer-based because it was the '90s. The internet was new, and everyone was throwing yeah. that stuff in movies. But I mean, obviously, The Matrix they created Bullet Time, yeah. which was something new they brought to the table, like just 
sticking a bunch of still cameras around an actor and then just stitching them all together to create a stop motion mm -hmm. animation more or less or a flip book of an action i mean it seems so simple now thinking about it but at the time I was, like it was pretty genius yeah, yeah um i liked it because they had a great use of <laughs> wires for the fight scenes without it being too floaty mm -hmm. uh you get crouching tiger hidden dragon or um some of the older uh shaw brothers stuff to where they use wires i mean everyone's like they're floating around there's no physics involved yeah. to where um, there's a couple of scenes in the Matrix where you can you can't see the wires, but like I think when Keanu Reeves does a backflip off the subway track, you see his hands kind of pressure against mm, the wires. Yeah. Um, but the choreography um, with the subway fight and the Neo versus Morpheus, the fact that uh, Lawrence Fishburne was what mid to late forties, but mm -hmm. looked pretty good fighting. I mean, the guy wasn't like exactly uh, felt. Um, that's what makes this movie so cool it's normally it seems like that they're like stunt actors doing all that shit in this movie it's the actors doing mm -hmm. it you could tell they'd put a lot of time and effort into it and this is like the first movie to ever do that yeah yeah. where the, the actual actors are fighting the skys uh, the skyscraper shootout and the more oh, yeah. rescue scene oh yeah uh, the best um, that probably my favorite action scene ever how they did that practically where the, the helicopter goes into the side of the building and it mm -hmm. waves oh yeah like it's a computer like it's it's a computer trying to build back the uh, the building itself. How right. they did that practically is amazing. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it made, they made it look like a wave. Crazy. The uh, awesome. Um, the story also it made sense to the story because typically action movies are so over the top. Like the later diehards, everyone's a superhero, and it just mm -hmm. becomes so far fetched. But all of the action scenes and the abilities of all the characters in the Matrix makes sense story-wise. Yep. Because it's just them thinking they can do it, which I think is a great workaround because it makes those set pieces more believable because it's it's out of the ordinary. They're like, well, yeah, that could happen because they're playing a video game of themselves kind of a thing to where the story lent itself to the action as opposed to, here's a story, but here's over-the-top action. Yeah. Um, and which I thought was pretty creative and a nice way to kind of have those over-the-top moments, mm -hmm. but without taking people out of the story. Like, ah, bullshit. Mm -hmm. Right. But, well, it was like unbelievably believable, like mm -hmm. in a sense, because... You know, you're you're the way they explained it and framed it and set it up for, you know, of course you can't jump from one building to the next or dodge bullets or you know do all this shit, but you know Morpheus, how like he's building up the entire movie trying to get Neo to believe, and then once he did, boom, mm -hmm. you know, and the fact that, uh, and people shit on the sequels. The sequels I think are fine. It, not the didn't love them, but yeah. yeah. But I like how in the sequels that the characters build off of that. They see Neo doing all these things, and because when Neo, or sorry, when Morpheus fights an agent in the first movie, mm -hmm. it's him just kind of pumping himself up, knowing that he's probably going to die. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In the second movie, when he faces the agent on top of the semi truck, it's more of I could probably do this. Yeah, yeah. Because yep. I've seen Neo just dominate asses to them mm -hmm. like this is more believable to me now mm -hmm. so i like how they kind of touch on that a little bit in the sequels um but also th the filmmaking of it 
as a film artistically is well done. You have the green overtones mm-hmm. when they're in the Matrix, and then you have a more realistic color palette yeah. when they're in the real world. Yep. Uh, they have different digital representations of themselves. Um, they just they they thought about it a lot. I wish Warner Brothers would still make random movies like that. Yeah, that'd be great. And that I mean, because so far out of left field, it's mm-hmm. completely original. I mean, yeah, they took a lot of um, cues or inspirations from kung fu movies and anime and mm-hmm. comic books, but um, completely original story. And I, I, I wish mean, they still made out of the box movies like that um, that were just unique and would take a chance on something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they, they framed, there's a lot of shots in it that are framed like a comic book. I remember uh, a making of it, they were talking about that. Uh, it's, it's, I'm thinking of like the scene in Trinity where the cops come in and confront her. Mm-hmm. Like a specific shots, it's straight out of like a comic book yeah. panel. The panel, or when she's laying yeah. on the bottom of the stairs after she jumped through the window, aiming at the yeah. guns, and you see that. Pan- I mean, it very comic booky framing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they do the same thing with the anime framing to where when they're having the subway fight and Agent Smith has Neo pinned against the wall and he does a super yeah, fast yeah, yeah. punch and you have that bird's eye view down. Yep, yep. That's a lot of anime framing to where um, like a lot of the action they do that. So. Yeah. yeah. How good was Hugo Weaving as oh. Mr. Smith? Mr. One Anderson. Of the, one of the best. <laughs> one of the best. That's what action movies need to have. They need to have a good villain. It's so good. And he's awesome. And then at the end when he's like, I've got to get out of here. Yeah. Like, you know. you like stench. <laughs> Like you just didn't it's see like it a coming. Fungus. <laughs> like you didn't see that coming. At least I didn't. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, I I yeah, it was I everything I agree with everything you said. Mm. Like and I just I loved how how it was just so different from any other movie. Oh yeah. Like so different. That idea is have it's you have you ever heard awesome. the story how they uh they approached Will Smith for the Keanu Reeves role, the Neo role? Vaguely They couldn't convince him because he thought the idea was He thought it was stupid. Dumb. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, what was wrong with you? I know. Because, but I'm glad that, because I thought Keanu was perfect. Oh, he's yeah. great. Yeah. Keanu um, was the best lead for that. Yes. Because, mm-hmm. and this, I don't mean it as an insult, he is a very bland person yeah. to play a character. Yeah. Um, he can be, people can relate to him very, very easily. Yeah. To where I feel like if they had gotten Will Smith, Will Smith would have been way too much Will Smith. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to yeah. where you would have been, oh, hell no. Yeah, or, yeah. Welcome to Earth. <laughs> uh, he'd be doing that shit. And he wouldn't be believable as a computer, a loner computer programmer. No. Exactly. Like Not a recluse. I mean, could Not he play that kind of a character? Sure. But at that time, yeah. they weren't getting Will Smith for him to play a loner recluse and start stretching, like working out his acting chops. Yeah. It was going to be you're going to be Will Smith kind of a thing. Cause I guarantee Warner brothers probably would have been like, no, you're going to be Will Smith. Yeah. Be Will Smith. Yeah. We want, we want the bad boys. You're we coming off wild, wild west. We need some more of that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Do we? And <laughs> to where Keanu Reeves, I think was a very good person to have as lead yeah. character. He was understated. He wasn't overly dramatic on anything. He was very quiet most of the time. Yeah. Um, and, I think that allowed a lot of the audience to put themselves in his shoes and be able to discover the story with him. Yeah, and it, I, to me, I agree, and it allowed you to sort of um, like really root for him mm-hmm. when he decided to, you know, let's go save Morpheus. Yeah, you're like, 
fuck yeah, Keanu could do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? If it was Will Smith, you'd be like, oh yeah, Will's got it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know? He wasn't overly confident. Similar to Harry Potter. Yeah. Having Daniel Radcliffe to where Harry Potter's character, he's not, he's just basically a good kid. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's his character. He's not he's not over overly characterized. He doesn't have a very particular thing about him. They're like, oh, yep, that's Harry Potter. It's just a kid with glasses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Neo's just a computer guy. Mm-hmm. Um, that's um, kind of yeah, a loner, a little bit introverted, and not very confident. Right. Yeah. And yeah. Um, but yeah, I love. I, I mean, the idea is batshit crazy. Mm-hmm. It is. It's I so know. cool. Yeah. Such a but good it, idea. It's so out there though, and. I love the way they end it with him. Like, you know, obviously the next movies don't play into it as well, but when he, he like, I can tell you're scared, you know, and it, like the matrix system failure. Yeah. And yeah. Then, like they put on the rage. Oh yeah. And yeah. then like he flies up mm-hmm. and you're like, that's the coolest movie I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty badass. The reason why it wasn't my number one mm-hmm. is because the love story between him and Trinity. Him and Trinity. Yeah. Eh. We're feeling it. I wasn't feeling it. Um, so because, but didn't it make sense? But does like if he died, and then she whispers to his dead body in the real world, I I'm not afraid because I love you. And it's like so the power of love brought him back from in the real world, and then made him alive again in the Matrix, kind of. Like that's the only thing that the heart is connected yeah. everywhere, in virtual and reality. But he already died. <laughs> now I I get it if he was still alive, but I I'm pretty sure he flatlined. He did. Well, his yeah he his did. mind. The mind cannot live without the body or whatever whatever he says in that yeah. movie. Yeah. So, so she brought him back, brought his mind back, and then yeah. he started believing. And, and I get the whole uh, like the Christ representation. Mm-hmm. I mean the that whole thing because he had to die then be resurrected and then he's the one yeah. kind of a thing um i i wish they would have gone about it a different way other than using the power of love yeah um you son of a bitch <laughs> <laughs> i i just i feel like they could have done it a little bit more clever way but that was the only problem i mean i liked their um their love story i felt they did a better job in the sequels hmm. um when like especially in the third movie when trinity gets stabbed like 15 million times mm-hmm. and neo saying goodbye to her that felt more of a an emotional beat um more so in that movie than it did in this one or in the second one when he like reaches inside of her belly and pulls out the the thing oh yeah yeah that's right um which if i could manipulate the matrix i think i'd probably just be like oh it's gone yeah yeah right yeah so. Don't have to be so dramatic. You know, yeah. like, <laughs> I'm going to stick this all the way inside you. And then I'm going to pull it out. Yeah. The bullet. The bullet. Um, Jay, you're such a romantic. Yeah. How'd you propose to my sister? You're like, you want to get married? Nah. I, I just gave her the date. Yeah. And I was like, you be here. If not, there'll be hell to pay. That's right. You regret it every yeah. second of it. But that's the only thing that that's the reason why it went down in number two. I felt like the emotional connection between the characters and the emotional connection from the viewer to the characters, and then also the emotional connection between the characters. I felt like was done better in Terminator Two. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah, I just like I just like the action scene. Oh, the action top notch. Yeah. I mean the fight. Ooh, I just... mean I don't know how many times I would just fast forward. I know. 
just to the, like the the, fi- the Neo fight with Morpheus and then the subway fight. I was oh, just, yeah. oh, I'll, I'll just ass. randomly, you know, if I'm you know doing my business in the bathroom, just randomly Google. Like you put on Neo, yeah, yeah, oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Neo versus <laughs> Mister Smith, you know, because it's a good four five minute watch. Yeah, yeah, and it's just so good. That's, you know? that's the average poop length. It is. Well, oh, no. it is. No, 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 God, I, no. I'd watch it eight times if God. it's five minutes long. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I could watch this eight times. I, I just I sit on the toilet till Heather texts me and says, "Where are you?" <laughs> I do it until my legs fall asleep, and then it's like I'm 85 years old, and I'm like trying. I have to use my arms to walk out. Do you ever just get off the toilet and then you just got to go sit on the bed? You're like. Woo! Yeah. Well, so, <laughs> gotta move I, the legs a little. I get off the toilet, and then I ha- after obviously done wiping, but then I have to pull up the pants, and then I have to sit back down on the toilet and kind of stretch my legs out. So oh yeah. Kind of get, get the, the, get the tingle. Because if I the tingle's got to go completely away. Completely dead. I feel like I just have nubs. Yeah. I'm standing yeah, yeah, yeah. on, and I'm like, I'm going to collapse. Absolutely. And fall down. Yeah. And well, I've, and you can't do that in front of the wife because my, my wife has been in the bathroom. You know, while I'm doing my business. And then I'm like, all right, I need to get up because I can't feel my legs. <laughs> and then you get up and you are you try to act cool like you're just leaning. Yeah. But it's like, I really can't walk right yeah. now. See, I don't even try and act cool. I just kind of, I let out like a little whine. I'm like, <laughs> And then Christy will be like, your legs asleep? I'm like, fucking pins and needles. <laughs> and- See, I won't admit it. I can't because then she'll use it against me. Mm. She'll be like, so, you know, last time when you were in there that long. You know what happened? Wait, I take you to the hospital. I started you almost sweating. lost your leg. Uh, <laughs> it's tough. I know, but then I can the, hear right uh, now. I know you can. Yeah, I know. I hope she listens to this. Yeah. Um, but the, I, I How love long that. have you been on there? <laughs> How long does it take you to poop? Anything worth doing is worth doing right. It <laughs> is. I know. And then like take, it's the only time we have to ourselves. It is. I know. Well, half the time it's not even by myself because I'll. I'll bring my switch in. Yeah. And then I'll start going. Oh, yeah. And then my youngest. My boys will just walk in with the switch. In. Oh, yeah. yeah. They'll be like, Dad, can you beat this Lionel and Zelda? <laughs> like, yeah, watch out, son. Well, let yeah, me show you how in. it's done. Come on <laughs> But anyway, on the, the Neo fight with Mr. Smith, I, I love how hard he worked. And, you know, he finally beat him. And then Mr. Smith's just like, I'm back, bitch. Yeah. He yeah. Just pops out of the subway. And then he's like, all right, I'm fucking out of here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the, the, the little things just uh, when they're when he's guiding him through the cell phone, he's like, yeah. uh, take a left. And your other left. Right. He's like, your other left. And <laughs> yeah, but and it, it, it very it could have been so bad because of it's it was such high concept at the time mm-hmm. um, because I remember the first time I watched it, I was like. I was a I was slightly confused. Yeah, I didn't get it the first time. And I, watched I was like, it wait either. a minute, what? But I was young and the first time I watched it, and then you watch it like a few years later, and you're like, like oh, I mean, once you get used to computers, ever. and you're like, oh, you were in a yeah, and right. they explain it all. But I mean, it was it could have missed the mark completely. Yeah, and a lot of audiences, and and again, that's why I gave props to Warner Brothers for greenlighting this thing to where it was very high concept. They do a lot of explaining in the movie. But because obviously Neo, you're traveling with that character, it makes sense with the story. It doesn't feel like the the story stops when they explain it because you're asking questions yourself watching. You're like, wait, 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 wait. all right, what's going on? And right. about that time, you're asking that yourself. They're explaining it in the movie. Yep. And um, and they show it as well. 
instead mm-hmm. of just like sitting at a table and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. yeah it's so good it's very good when trinity, awesome movie. trinity goes <laughs> but not an awesome enough to have on your top five. Ah, oh, yeah tell me about it again it would be number one if i didn't I, I, I thought it'd be re- <laughs> yeah but it's not you know tom brady would be the best quarterback ever if he didn't have seven yeah. championships well that's good right i see where you're getting at yeah but you know what it's a it's it's uh just a revolutionary movie it everything is. everything try to copy it afterwards so i mean it goes without saying it's one of the best movies ever made so yeah i mean it, it, outside of action back. it's yeah. gonna be fine you're gonna survive it, so. even if this was the best movies of the 90s it's still there it like is. it's not just an action movie no no, no. It, it really it's it's great Right. It's a masterpiece. What was your number well, one? That was n- your number one. Yes. My number two. Yeah. What was so Matt's we only have one, one movie left. Your number one. My number one. Batman and Robin. It's Speed. Speed. It's not speed. bad. Not bad. Hands down. I I knew it was gonna be number one on my list because it's probably uh it's my favorite action movie of the nineties. It's one of my favorite movies ever made just because the pacing of it. It's so fun. It's so quick. The characters are great. Like I said, every action movie is a great villain, and fucking Dennis Hopper is yeah. one of my favorite character actors. Yep, and he plays the best villain. Mm-hmm. Pop quiz, hot on shit. film. <laughs> I think he's my favorite villain of, uh, in this movie of all time. Maybe just because I, he's funny, he's maniacal. He he. I mean, Dennis Hopper is just great at like that. The edge of like crazy and and just smart. He has motivation for doing yeah. what he's doing. Yeah, Jeff Daniels is great. He plays such a great straight guy to, to compliment Keanu. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, like... He's Keanu's partner, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, they, they have... Yeah, they started off great with the elevator scene where they're trying to stop him, and he gets away. I mean, that whole sequence is, is, is great because you, you get to understand his thought process and how smart he is, and you're, you're getting to know the villain a little bit. And then when he finally amps it up, and you get on that bus, baby. You get on that bus, and it's just... It feels like it, it goes by in like five minutes, and before you know it, you're watching like an hour because mm-hmm. it's just bam, 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 just beat after beat after beat, and you're learning things, and it's just crazy. And uh, I like how the the people on that bus feel like everyday people. Yeah, they, normally they would have like because uh, there's like I mean they have Alan Ruck, he's a good actor, uh, and the lady who who uh, falls to her death, I can't remember what her, but she's a she's she's an actor, but everyone else in that on the bus doesn't seem like an actor mm-hmm. really they, they feel like like the construction worker guy mm-hmm. I, yeah. I think he's an actor but they he feel like feels an like a yeah. an extra that they just yep. pulled off the street everybody else on the bus feels like people they just pulled off the street mm-hmm. they seem like everyday people that are scared and don't know what to do um it's got some of the best one-liners of all time the uh Keanu's great in it <clears throat> that such was such a badass I have that as my honorable mentions because that was almost in my top five mm-hmm um the just because because of the pacing, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, it's crazy. The whole movie is on a bus, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they can keep that entertaining, yeah, for our was it hour and a half, hour forty five minutes, forty five minutes, yeah. Um, is is really well done. Mm-hmm. Um, great, great pacing, and it. I think that was the movie that made Keanu Reeves a star. Yeah, yeah. Um, before that, he had, uh, I think Point Break, and Point Break. Bill and Ted, and. Stuff like that, but uh, Dracula, he was, which he was big in Point Break. Oh, right? Point Break is one of my favorite. Yeah, it's, I mean, he was big in that. But Speed was like, oh yeah, Keanu's. Yeah, you know, he's here. 
Sandra yeah. Bullock. That was her first notable. Yep. I think I think she was in Love Potion number nine. Yep. Before that, but um, she was in Demolition Man before that. Yep. Before this, when uh, was when was the Practical Magic movie? Was that before this? After. It was after. Okay. Yeah. The is that one of your favorites, Jason? Uh, <laughs> it's a good one. <laughs> it's a good one. I have a bubble bath. You know, nice yeah, book. Right. Light some candles. Yeah. Heather watches. I all have the a time. night. That's one of her favorite ones. <laughs> but speed speed is a, I mean oh, it's, it's a very good example of a 90s action movie yes and when that came out everybody was talking about it yeah yeah um, oh yeah and the, i mean it was such a, i mean it was one of those it's die hard on a bus kind of a thing yeah and yeah really it, it's a really simple idea i mean mm-hmm. and you're okay don't go above 55 don't go above 55 so it's so weird that they create attention for you looking at a fucking speedometer mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well i thought they couldn't go below 50 yeah, it, you're right. Yeah, they you go, don't yeah, go below okay, 55. Okay. Sorry. Yep. Yeah, you're right. Yep. Um, but then they had to jump I mean, that highway, like where. Oh, it was that gone. seems amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, was there an actual ramp, or did there's the bus? A ramp. There was. Okay. Yeah, yeah there's and, a ramp. And then the bus just kind of floated. It, yeah, it was. <laughs> it was a real bus. It was. Again, it's not CGI. It's a real right, bus. Right. Every stunt in that movie's real. So, uh, I mean, it, it, it tails off a little bit at the end, but they made more than make up for it, for the way Hopper dies. It's yeah. so good. It's one of my favorite. Remind uh, me how he out. died. He gets blown up, right? No, no, we're doing this. Yep. It's my f- favorite line okay. in the movie. I'm the guy with the plan, because I'm smarter than you. I'm smarter than you. Forgot. I love it. Oh, it's good. Decapitation by uh, train. Yeah. Subway, Subway light. Sign. Subway yeah. sign. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was just the best way for him to go out. I I that took that just came out of left field. It was awesome. It was like personal. Line. It was like Keanu. Yeah. He's really you know he's like you know. Because I'm smart. You deserve yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Um, the thing I have about the ending of that with the subway. What about it? They can speed it up, but they can't slow it down. Is that how engines work? It's very true. <laughs> but it was broken. <laughs> it, it couldn't go this way, Jay. It but, could only go up. So. <laughs> I love his his logic. We're going to speed it up. Yeah, that, We're going to jump the train. Or, it's like, at that point, it's like, fuck yeah, we are. Might as well. <laughs> jump it to <laughs> where? The other track? No, we're just going to speed it up. It's going to so keep it, going. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make sense, but. The stunt is pretty sweet. They actually had a train go through, and that was pretty yeah. cool. Um, we're going to play another clip right. that I enjoy a lot. Take this. I want you to tell them what I see. Okay. We got a wad. Pretty big. There's a pretty big wad. Brass fittings? Brass fittings. I think I can reach the circuit wire. You can reach the circuit wire. No, 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 don't, don't, don't. That's a, that's a decoy, classic. That's your classic decoy. What else? What else? Hold on. Hold on. Fuck me. Oh, darn. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. 
<laughs> was that was that Cam from Ferris Bueller? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Alan Ruck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you got little lines like that in there. Yeah, they make it they light it up a little bit. It's funny. It's good. Uh, and you know, Jan Bod did it. He did a uh, Twister. Um, Twister was an honorable mention. Yeah. I had of mine. And he was the DP for like you know, Die Hards and mm-hmm. all that stuff. So yeah. he, he actually has an eye for action and all that stuff. But uh, I mean, Speed. It's my favorite action movie. Just it's enjoyable. I can watch it whenever it comes on. Mm-hmm. It's fun. The action's amazing. Yeah, it's tense. Dennis Hopper steals the show. It's good number one. It's great, great actor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like Dennis Hopper in that better than I like Keanu in that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think and Dennis I, Hopper has more to do. Yeah. Because um, yeah. I mean, typically when you play a villain, you have a lot more leeway. You can True. have a little bit more freedom as far as what you want that character to do. With being a leading man, you have to be relatable. You have to carry the movie. And yeah, you can't be so far out there that you're alienating your audience. Right. Yeah. They, and they, and they, they don't make it to the to where it's just an, a dumb action movie. The, the whole plot line where they figure out how to to outsmart him with mm-hmm. when they figure out that the camera's behind the the rear view mirror and this is what we're gonna do to to loop it and get off everybody off of it. That was really smart and well done. And his reaction's hilarious when he realizes it's looped. He's like, rrr, rrr. <laughs> I'm like, I, I, I think of like them like, okay, Dennis, uh, you're really mad. And then he just starts throwing a fucking fit doing what he does. <laughs> like a toddler fit. Yeah. 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 And he, he was like, uh, cut print, check the gate. That's great. Dennis <laughs> weirdo. <laughs> They're like, did yeah. you tell him to do that? No, no, he just no. Did he it. really scared me. We need to, we need to hurry up and go to the next scene. This guy's out of his mind. Tell him it was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's don't, Dennis Hopper. Don't make him angry. Yeah, it reminded me of. Have you ever seen Blue Velvet? Where he plays no. like the. Oh jeez. Jesus, he has a. Anyway, there's a scene in it where he like sucks oxygen. I don't know if he was high during it when he was. He sucks oxygen and he starts like sniffing. It's David Lynch. So, I mean, David Lynch probably directed to be all weird, but he's sniffing oxygen and he's like sniffing the girl in it. All weirdly. Okay. It's just a weird scene. Oh. That's what it reminded me of. Sounds weird. He had a flashback to his Blue Velvet days. <laughs> now yeah. he just had a flashback. Yeah. Which Maybe. he was also in a movie called Flashback with... Uh, was he really? Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah. I never even heard of that. I don't know if I've seen I think seen that was that. the first... Uh, Outrageous Fortune was rated R, wasn't it? Yeah. That was probably the first rated R. The first knowingly R-rated movie I saw, I think, was Flashback. Hmm. Never even heard of it. Yeah, it's it's okay. Yeah, it's alright. It's average. Yeah. Oh well. Well, what do you think? I can't believe you guys didn't even have speed on your top five. No, it was my honorable mention. <sighs> I just don't like it that much. Really? I don't know why. I I don't have a reason. Why I'm are just, you a communist? I don't know. Do you hate America? I do like America. Mm. I don't like <laughs> Karl Marx, but you know, <laughs> I I'm just I don't know. I just why I really? never. <laughs> Really, really going out on a limb there. I never got into it. I don't know why, because it's a good movie. But like, yeah. if I, if I was passing that, and you know, Bad Boys, I'd probably put Bad Boys on. Would you? I would. That's fair. But I don't. I don't have a good reason <clears throat> because it is a good flick. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. So should we touch on honorable mentions? Let's do it. Yes. Yeah. I mean, Speed was an honorable mention of mine. You yeah. Men- uh, Point Break. Was an honorable. Yeah, was one of mine. Good one. Yeah. Um, the chasing through the uh, the the houses and the yards and yeah. stuff. Yep, that was awesome. really good. Yep. Yeah. Um, because that was Catherine Hardwick. 
right? Catherine Bigelow. Catherine Bigelow. Catherine, Catherine Hardrick is uh, Twilight, so. What the fuck? Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Never seen those movies. I swear to God, <laughs> I've never seen them. Oh, uh, ugh. Yeah. One, ugh. one honorable mention I really wanted to put in here. I just couldn't get to it. it was Desperado. Uh, so that was I had that mark because I Did had you? yeah the initial I had mark was obviously my top five, but I had Die Hard with a Vengeance. Yep, I had that too. Um, and Desperado, and like True Romance, Speed, Blade, Fifth Element. Yep. Um. Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man. Never heard of that one. Never seen it. It's pretty much a remake of Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. It's oh. got Mickey Rourke and Don Johnson in it. Really? And it is a beat-for-beat beat remake of Butch Cassidy. Butch Cassidy, Cassidy, which the title sounds similar. Yeah, it um, does. Yeah. But the same, the, they're being, I mean, they they robbed a bank, and now they're being chased yeah. by these people. Um, the, uh, Mickey I feel- Rourke hates that movie. Oh really? He, he thinks that that's his worst movie. That's probably one of my <laughs> favorite. Just I watched it so many times when I was a kid. Okay. So that was like a nostalgia pick. Right. Um, I felt bad not putting a Michael Bay movie on because I feel Rock, like he's owed the, some recognition. I I had The Rock and Bad Boys. Yeah. On there. I. But they're just they're not. The action pieces are good, but the storylines themselves are just so dumb. To where the other five that I have on here, I just like the story more, mm-hmm. and the actions, if not on par, better than some of the set pieces on like Bad Boys or The Rock. Yeah, and Bad Boys, the first ones, the first one was good up until the second one. I feel mm-hmm. like Bad Boys Two just did everything that oh, Bad they Boys, up. yeah, everything that Bad Boys One did right. He, I feel like he perfected in Bad Boys Two. Um, I mean, the action, the chase scenes, everything was. Um, Really well done. I feel like Will Smith and Martin Lawrence were better. Mm-hmm. I mean, in that. Um, but yeah, I mean, The Rock. I, I feel like Bad Boys Two is probably Michael Bay's best. Best one. Yeah, a lot of people like The Rock. Um, I do like The Rock. I'm a fan of The Rock. It's like a straightforward kind of a movie. I think The Rock is just like a general popcorn movie. I think yeah. The Rock is probably. Would probably be his best one, but I enjoy Bad Boys Two is the one I enjoy the most. Yeah, um, I do like Armageddon. I mean, it's yeah. sappy, but it's it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's a good yeah. popcorn movie. Yeah, um, I like I like the first Transformers. I think that one's good. First Transformers is good. I I did too. Yeah, it was enjoyable. Yeah, I would like Michael Bay to make. I was that nineties though. That was two thousand. Yeah, two thousand seven. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I want him to make another Bad Boys <clears throat> Two ish movie. Something somewhat grounded not so much computer animation yeah and over the top three hour long robots yeah, yeah, punching yeah. each other because i think i think he is probably one of the best action directors oh yeah by far no doubt um a lot of people give him shit but i he makes some entertaining movies he knows how to put shots yep. together he knows how to amp up people and there there's a yeah. reason why his shitty movies make a billion dollars yeah and um, but I, I I think he he has so much potential to really do something special, but he just hasn't. I feel right. like yet. But I almost put Con Air on there because I just love Nick Cage so much. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and that is probably my favorite uh, Nick Cage movie, just because I like it so much. It's just hilarious. Put the, the bunny b- down. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, this is just for you guys. Let's listen. I said, put the bunny back in the box. <laughs> oh, <dude. laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, How could you not like Nick Cage? I don't know. That movie's so batshit stupid. I feel I love it. Every time I, <clears throat> I feel like that's a movie Michael Bay directed, directed, but didn't, but didn't, yeah. but didn't. Um, yeah. And probably because it just came out around the same time that The Rock, the Rock did. It was the year after The Rock, yeah. yeah. Um, and Nick Cage is in it. Yeah. So you feel like... I feel like they, <laughs> they were like, okay, you're going to do The Rock, and now you're going to do Con Air. Yeah. It's got Steve Buscemi in it, yeah. Michael Clark Duncan. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it, does that have Michael Clark Duncan? <clears throat> no, Ving Rhames. Ving Rhames. Yeah. Um, and it's got John Malkovich. I mean... Oh, yeah. John Malkovich. So. <clears throat> um, I despise rapists. To me, you're between... He says something, and... That, that little white stuff that accumulates in the corner of your mouth when you get really thirsty. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. The crow, the long kiss. Oh goodnight. yeah, the crow. The crow. Yeah. The, last the crow. Th- <clears throat> there's not that much action. I mean, there is there action, isn't, and that's why I didn't because yeah. it's more of a like a gothic. It is. It's a gothic comic book, movie. right? But yeah. the story's great. Yeah. Love the story, and it just yeah. The crow. I had that on there too, but it's just I don't I don't remember it being that. Like action, it, really. it didn't have huge set pieces. No, it was mainly one-on-one. Yeah, uh, kind of moody scenes. Yeah, yep. mine was on there. Um, um, but I just I stayed away from superhero movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Fugitive, Fugitive is good, but that it, it has some. It has a train sequence. Um, but other than that, it's not. There's not a ton a, of action. It's not no, action. no. Um, Another great story. Yeah, great Suspense, story. Yeah. Um, great acting. Oh yeah. Uh, and great tension. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. but it's kind of more of a thriller, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I had Rush Hour, um, but it's more of a comedy than I would say. Because Jackie Chan, I mean, if you watch Rumble in the Bronx, you you know what he can do. But yeah. Rush Hour, they kind of tone it, they push it back a little bit, mm-hmm. so it's not. Yeah. They feature Chris Tucker more. Way more, yeah. Yeah, and obviously he's there for comedy, not for yeah. action. But I mean, there's still some good scenes in Rush Hour. Yeah. Like that. It's a very enjoyable. Movie, it's though. it's fun to watch. Yeah. yeah. Um. And the, him, Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker, I think they have pretty good chemistry yeah, in the movie. Do. Yeah, just like, what's the one thing Tucker says? Like, you understand the words are coming out of my mouth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like th- those types of lines are funny, like in that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, not a. I I wouldn't. Yeah. have that in the top five though. I have Goldeneye. Oh yeah, Goldeneye and Braveheart. Goldeneye were yeah. my five, and I I went with Braveheart like literally. As we were talking about number five, because Goldeneye, God, I love that movie. Yeah, love it. It's very good. I did. We talked about this before we started. I did have Under Siege. Oh yeah, an honorable mention because I enjoy the movie. I'll put it on. It's very good. I'll mm-hmm. put it on because Tommy Lee and Gary are fantastic. Yeah, and this is before Seagal, you know, got real got bad. <laughs> Where he became a Russian or whatever Stop. he became. He just stopped cardio. He was like, I'm not doing cardio day anymore. <laughs> That's not happening. Uh, yeah. yeah. Someone's just going to bring me rice. Exactly. <clears throat> yeah. Rice and beans all day. He's a cook. He's a That's yeoman. Right. Die hard with yeoman. 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 He's which a means, yeoman. Which means, please. Yeoman just means. <clears throat> actually, yeoman isn't a cook. A cook not. is a cook. Yeah. A okay. yeoman is like an admin person. Oh. They do like the HR admin stuff on the boat. Are you guys God. talking seamen? No, would you? Every time we talk about the Navy, this man, seamen comes out of this, this man's mouth. All right. 
That, there's nothing wrong with semen coming out of my. All right. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, is that is that what you guys your guys ranks on a boat navy stuff? Oh, uh, yeoman is a like a like a job like a okay. machinist mate or uh, also known as a semen semen yeah semen's a rank. Oh, <laughs> that is oh, a rank. Is rank? Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's I thought like everyone was a seaman. Like all all navy people are seamen, but not all seamen are navy men. No, that's not right. Well, Jay, it is 2022. We have yeah, to be yeah, yeah, yeah. we have to be politically correct. That's right. It should be sea person. That's right. We correct? have to be gender neutral. Yes. Sea well, you don't believe women could like be in, in the navy? Yeah, Jay. What are you saying? Yeah. Well, they shouldn't be. <laughs> right. I mean, I tell my wife all the time to yeah. get in the kitchen. Then she looks at me weird, and then I have to end up making dinner for something. Yeah. I don't right. Know. And you need to explain to her like yeah. her role and yeah. She's I mean, to be. women are in the military, right? They don't. Um, yeah, they cook and clean. And... <laughs> do they? That's weird. Yo- Yeomans? Yeomans? What are they called? Yeomans. Yeomans. Did yeah, you yeah, have yeah. women on the submarine? Not on mine, no. Wow, Matt. They do. Jesus. Tells us a lot about your ship. There. Good God. Yeah. Why do you hate women? I love women. It's <laughs> such a great idea to put uh, men and women together, especially 18-year-olds. Yeah, it's not a, a great pressurized... Trapped under, in a trapped under sea for forty five days straight. Yeah, it's not a good idea. It's a great idea. What do you There's think? There's no tension there. What do you think? College <laughs> dorms are separated. You know? I know. No kidding. Yeah. Hey. It'd be like Noah's Ark, going into it a time, then you're coming off after your trip, and like half your women are pregnant. And <laughs> Jesus, like you'd run out of food. Like God, how long's our journey? A year. Shit! All these babies are popping out. <laughs> no. Can yeah. we talk about? real bad 90s action movies oh like, man like Batman and Robin that's probably my it might be the worst movie of the 90s let alone action I mean it was bad just because that so such a big budget so much was expected of it and it just was yeah a piece of shit terrible I saw awful. that one in the movie I remember you seeing saw that the theater? in the theaters yeah. yeah and probably at that age I thought it was okay you know just yeah. cause I loved Batman back then but did you like the nipples no or the butt, like the butt scene. The butt scene. Yeah. Yeah, they had the thongs going down the. the I don't know crack. what that's about. Yeah. I didn't like the the it back, was like the back card. Never leave home without it. No. Even when I was twelve, I was yeah. thinking this is just. It's not. It's not good. Product placement, really. I know. And then there's the big the names movie. in this movie. I know. Arnold, Uma, Chris. I think George. it was in his contract. We need to have at least thirteen ice puns if I'm going to do this movie. <laughs> Can I get a yeah. one-liner? You can get all the one-liners. You can get all of them. Actually, I only want to do one line at a time, so <laughs> yeah, I don't want to do any dialogue. I would say Batman and Robin's my is the worst action movie of the '90s. It's bad, real bad. I couldn't even watch it. If you forced me to watch it, I don't think I could watch it. No, no. I can't really think of anything that's. I mean, I had Anaconda. Honestly, we talked about that one. So I used to love that movie. Oh, I, I thought it was badass. Didn't? Remember in yeah. middle school, you would go. Oh, yeah. That's where that's where you would go on a date. You go see right. Anaconda. Yeah. And you thought it was awesome. You watch it now, and you're and like, it's aged. What? It's the worst aged action movie of the '90s. But is it because John Vogt was that good? Well, his what was he Spanish or no? He was Venezuelan? Portuguese. <laughs> or he was Portuguese. <laughs> I don't know. Like you have a hunt snacks? Yeah, yeah. You want to go hunt snacks? Still, the better actor in that family. That's very true. <laughs> well, we got Ice Cube and wasn't Eric Schultz in that movie? Yeah, yeah. Was he the English guy? Uh, Owen, no, Owen he, Wilson was in it. Owen yeah, Wilson. Wilson was yeah, in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. 
No. Owen Wilson yeah. was in that movie. Yeah. Yeah, it was Owen. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. No, it wasn't Luke. Oh, wow. We're going to get some snakes. Wow. Oh, we're going to need an anaconda. Okay. Wow. Wow. <laughs> oh, God. I just love I love John Boat in that movie. Yeah, Voight. it's. it's it's Voight. 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 Yeah. But, uh, I'll say whatever the fuck I want to okay, say. That's all right. I can't say names either, so I know. it's all right. Seaman. Yeoman. 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 You said it right. Yeah. Yeoman. Yeah. He's a basketball player. He is. No, oh, that's Yao Ming, right? That's no. Yao Ming. Okay. That's, yeah, as soon as that. I said Yao Ming, I was like, shit, no, that's a, like a Chinese emperor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, do not talk about sports. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. We had, uh, we had Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, terrible. Yep. <clears throat> really bad. Mortal Kombat, you think is bad? Well, I loved it. Yeah, but, I, I still like it. But when you watch it, serviceable. When you watch it these days, I mean, it just yeah. It doesn't age as well. It's not great. Yeah, it's 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 not great, but it's also probably one of the better adaptations of a video game to mm-hmm. a movie. It it held true to the game. Yeah, it did. Like because they all killed each other right during the fights. Yeah, for the yep. most part, yeah. I think. Had the, yeah. I remember um, the first time seeing Goro and thought, "Wow!" Yeah, I know he's scary. Pretty cool, right? Yeah, Johnny uh, Johnny Cash, Johnny Cage. 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 Yeah, not, I didn't I've like. I didn't like Mortal <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. he, yeah, right in the nuts, right? Yeah. And then he yep. pushes him off a cliff. Yeah, they had their signature moves. They yeah. Had, yeah, yeah, did the splits. <sighs> I know. Got him. Yeah. But yeah, the '90s definitely had. Uh, we had way more action movies came out. Oh God! Like every month. Yeah. Not a lot of action movies come out anymore. No. Just straight action movies. It's got to be a superhero or yeah, you know, a superhero one. or. A yeah, the only action movies really is. I mean, you had the raid movies in the early 2010s, and then you had you have John Wick. John Wick's like the exception. Um, yeah. But that's. I mean, that's pretty much it. Other yeah. than that, yeah, it's all superhero animated or it's dinosaurs. Yeah. Oh. So some more dinosaurs. So much dinosaurs. A lot of dinosaurs. Did you like uh, Jurassic World Dominion? I thought it was the one of the worst movies I've gone to in a theater. Did you fall asleep? No. I fell asleep in the theater. But it was bad. Yeah. And it, I walked out. We went there with Heather and mm-hmm. uh, Liz and Luke and some other family members. And they're like, you know, Heather. She's like, I thought it was pretty good. And then the, Jason, what'd you think? And I was like, I fucking hated that. <laughs> <laughs> like, guys, this was bad. Yeah. So bad. Exactly how Hocus Pocus 2 is going to be. Yeah. Just, I'm calling it. You're calling it. Hocus Pocus 2 is going to be the worst movie. Well, Jesus, Jason, that's so brave of you. I know. Because the first one was so good. Years. Hey. The first uh, one is a classic. First no, it's one not. is the first one's terrible. Halloween classic. It's terrible. You just didn't have a soul when you were a kid. <laughs> it's all right. It's okay. Your childhood sucked. I get it. Mm-hmm. You got to take it out of Hocus Pocus. I know. You know, one thing I did see when looking through 90s movies that was funny was, uh, you remember Barb Wire? Oh yeah. yeah! Wow, I did not watch that. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're talking about, though. Um, uh, was there I, anyone like bigger? Not bigger, but uh, I mean, Pam Anderson was like the yeah. quintessential like uh, that was like the girl mm-hmm. in the '90s. It was, yeah. And she got her own movie just because she was good looking. Because she was Pam Anderson. She's Pam Anderson, right? Yeah. Yeah. I've actually never seen Barbed Wire, so I don't know how it is. I've seen parts of. It. I've never watched a whole movie, mm-hmm. but I just. The parts I saw were like... Did you fast forward to the parts where she took her top off? Is that what you're trying to tell me? No. Wait, she takes her top off? I assume so. Check it out. Yeah. You might want to. Yeah. Oh, good story? Yeah, I know. What's it about? (laughs) 
I thought it was about those corny tattoos that every single dude in the late 90s got. Oh, the barbed wire? Yeah, the barbed yes. wire. Yeah, right the right around the bicep. Yeah, right around know? the bicep or the mm. tribal tattoo or whatever yeah. that everyone got. Yeah. 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 It's, the, it's the guy's lower back tattoo. I know. Yeah. That was the tattoo of the 90s. Yeah. Tramp stamp for dudes. Yep. Right tribal. Yeah, you're from England? That's where your family's from? Oh, you're Scottish? Great. Oh, you're German. Great. Yeah, a lot of, lot of tribal tattoos there, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah Good yeah. job, guys. Yeah. That are getting like the, uh, the, the Chinese symbol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that was another one. Chinese symbols. I'm right. so fucking deep. It's very Got deep. chicken noodle soup on my wrist. Yeah. <laughs> chicken noodle soup? Huh? Yeah. Half the shit's probably just ingredients oh, to random yeah, yeah, Chinese yeah, yeah. food. Yeah, yeah. Just random shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, uh, I, I always think of like the low-budget movies that I enjoyed but never really got the attention to deserve. Like, I like The Phantom. Mm-hmm. With Billy Zane, and I like The Shadow with Alec Baldwin. The Shadow, I it's is very so underrated. Fucking funny. I've never seen that. I one. love it. It's pretty good. Yeah, is it a comedy? I'm assuming. Uh, no, no, it's got funny parts. Oh, in it, okay. But like, the, but the funny parts for some reason when I was a kid and I watched it, it just hit hard. Like, there's a random scene. Um, oh God, he's walking out of the building with the leading lady, and mm-hmm. he's like saying something. And a guy was thrown out of the window, or he's fallen from the like he commits to, like jumps off a building, and he's like, uh, "Man, I'm trying to think." Like he says something that's a pun of somebody falling and hitting the floor. He's like, "Oh, it's something." God damn it! I wish I could. I know it's been a while since I've seen it. Think, but of it. visually that movie's pretty cool for '93. He's like, "Oh, mm-hmm. I'm waiting for something to hit me or something yeah, like yeah, that," yeah. and it's like he falls like right behind him and it, I, it was trying to go for that because uh, Dick Tracy came out in 90 and there was like that that resurgence of like pulpy 1930s mm-hmm. comics yeah and the shadow was part of that guild and Dick Tracy did well enough that they said sure we can do the shadow and it didn't do very well and uh-huh. he didn't get anything out. I mean he had the phantom yeah it was like the next pulpy yeah superhero movie that they greenlit gotcha but uh no I mean I like the shadow mm-hmm. it's uh it's good for a commentary mm-hmm. you can make fun of it <laughs> Yeah. Cloud men, men's minds. Yeah. But, I, was, right. I noticed that Dennis Rodman was in movies in the 90s. Oh, Double, double Impact? Team. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Double Team. Yeah. Double yeah. Impact was the other... Uh, that was Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah, he, he played was, a twin. Yeah. He played a twin, yeah. No, but he's with Jean-Claude in Double Team. Double right? Team, yeah. 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 Yeah, that happened. They did. Why did they give NBA people movies in the nineties? Don't know. Right. Uh, well, like because the hit thing to do. Jordan did oh, Space, Space Jam, Jam, and then Rodman felt like wearing a dress just that. wasn't enough to get enough attention anymore. So I, I want to be in a movie. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Just dye your hair yeah. rainbow colors, and we'll put you in there. I know. People will think you're. Wasn't he supposed to be a spy? I don't fucking know. Yeah. I know, did no, Dennis no, Rodman no. dye his hair before or after? Wesley Snipes and Demolition Man. After, fucking copycat. There's a. Oh yeah. There's a, a awesome documentary called The Last Dance. Mm-hmm. It's like a ten part series. It's like a thirty for thirty on. And I took that personally. I, I've seen that meme. So oh. that, that's the only reason why yeah. I know it. And the, in the third episode, they focus on Dennis Rodman. He talks about yeah, I saw Demolition Man and uh, I just thought it looked really cool. Oh shit, so. that was he really <laughs> he said that yes. So he fucking literally loser. copied it. Yeah, yeah, yeah he copied it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then of course uh i think blade's probably the best superhero movie in the 90s blade was awesome one. yeah blade yeah. was very good yeah the fight scenes in that was just yeah great i don't love 
vampire movies, so like it was hard for me to go. I had Blade on my honorable mention list, but I don't know. I don't know. If... But you're not a big Twilight fan? No, fuck, I hate Twilight. Is Blade where he says, motherfuckers always trying to ice skate uphill, or something like that? <laughs> I think so. He said it really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, anything more to add? Anything Jason? more, Jason? This was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Did you what did you think of the studio? Hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Studio first impression: the, more titties or less titties than you imagined? The studio. Well, let me answer <laughs> this as if my wife is listening. The studio is professional. Yes. My chair is very comfortable. Good. And it's the um, finest wicker. The Hand finest crafted. wicker I, I've ever. Probably by five-year-olds and. Yes, and Man, I love the I love the the desk we have here. Yeah, we yeah. could shoot pool if we wanted to. After yeah. it um, is about the size of a pool table. Yeah, yeah. it is. But it's right you know, on there. Let's pretend my wife's in bed now, and you know the strippers were a good touch. Yeah, you're I welcome. Pre- I appreciate them, and I you're like welcome. how quiet they are. Yeah, because you would never you know. If you're a listener, you can't tell. You, yeah, you can't, you can't. I know. Thank Not you, Monica. Much. Yep, money's on the dresser. <laughs> Oh yeah, this was this was a good time. <clears throat> well, thank you for coming on. It was fun. No, oh, let's recap thank you the for list. Having me. Yeah, recap the list. Recap the let's list. Recap the list. All right, Jason, run through your top five once again. Number five, <clears throat> Braveheart. Yep. Number four, Independence Day. Number three, Saving Ryan's Privates. No, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, Private. Shaving. Ryan. Shaving Ryan's Privates. Ryan's Privates. Uh, number two. Z Terminator mm-hmm. and number one best movie of the 90s best action movie probably ever The Matrix yeah. mine <clears throat> number five Tombstone number four Goldeneye number three The Mummy number two The Matrix and number one Terminator 2 probably the best action movie ever made of all time uh, number five, Mission Impossible. Number four, Rumble in the Bronx. Three, Cliffhanger. Two, T2. And one, Speed. Mm-hmm. And the Matrix wasn't on there because it was too good. Yeah. It's too good for my list. <laughs> so Speed gets the participation award. <laughs> but uh, Listeners, what do you think? Whose list did you like better um, and why? Let us know in the comments or email, whatever. doesn't matter. Please. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. So, but uh, but yeah, let us know whose list you liked. Uh, also, let us know your top five 90s action movies. Mm-hmm. So if you guys have a different list, uh, people uh, movies that we just completely missed or didn't even mention, uh, yell at us and uh, tell us we're stupid. Um, Anaconda will be on there. Guarantee it. I guarantee it won't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I will delete your comment if you put Anaconda on there. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. Jason, thanks again for coming. Thank you, gentlemen. It was fun. Yeah. Thank you. It's a good time. Should do it again. I hope to. All right. Join us next time Mm -hmm. as we talk about Hocus Pocus Part 2. Yes. Because Disney has the best track record of just scrounging up previous IP 30 years after the fact and making a sequel. Nobody does it better than Disney. You know, it's going to be successful, though, and I hate to say it because I've already talked to multiple women who are having watch parties well that's fine i i believe that they will watch it however my prediction what's your prediction matt 
My prediction is <clears throat> it's going to be uh, very subpar. It's going to be very boring. Um, it's going to try to hit the familiar beats from the first one. Yeah. It's going to be Jurassic Park Dominion because they're bringing all these old actors, actresses back. Yeah. Just like Jurassic Park did. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be bad. Yeah. Because they're old actresses. They should be young. No, because their heart's not in it. Mm. Yeah, and... I don't know. I disagree. I think all three of them wanted to be back in it. <sighs> yeah, I think so. I think they're just too old. I don't know. Yeah. I do think they're too old. Because once women get past 35, then they should be thrown away and bring in new ones. What? I mean, what good are they at that point? I agree. Yeah, I know. Um, I don't know. It's just going to be... Uh... Yeah. Blah. It's I blah. Yeah, I think everyone's gonna have watch parties and everyone's gonna watch it and then everyone who is fans of the original will feel let down because mm-hmm. they are no longer ten yeah. watching this movie. Yep. They didn't watch it twenty times in a row every year for the next growing up. It's uh like you said, it's gonna re do a lot of the same beats. Mm-hmm. Um and I, I think people are just going to feel let down because they're going to realize, huh, I'm not <laughs> 10 years old, 10 years old anymore. <laughs> and the main characters are 16 and I can't relate to a 16 year old. Yeah. Or so, 60. Right. Yeah. And how here, old are the old? Here's what else is going to suck about it is the, the kids in this movie are going to be overly intelligent. They're going to know exactly what to do. Yeah. They'll probably make zero mistakes except mm. for when they summon the Sanders and yeah. sisters back but then they're going to make all the right choices yeah. throughout the rest of the movie they're going to be outsmarting them mm-hmm. they're, just gonna, they're not going to you know just yeah, there be, won't be any real struggle right, or no any struggle. kind of suspense yeah. it'll be oh well we could just do this yes um, yeah how many times will the Sanderson <laughs> sisters be on social media in this movie Ooh, that's a good I like that they yeah. will make a selfie reference they have to yeah, yep. or a, a, a TikTok, a or Snapchat, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, the, something will happen with social media. I think you have to. Yeah, and I'm gonna hate it even more for that. Mm-hmm. They'll probably be they'll probably be recorded by a bystander. Like they'll, mm. they'll pop yeah. up on social media, like, "Oh, look at these crazy look, <laughs> look at these Karens," and they'll be like talking about something. But yeah, will yeah. they sing though? Will they have them sing? Oh, of course. Yeah, they'll do, mus- they'll do a musical yeah. number. Yeah, they can't be good. Well, there it's Bette Miller. She could probably still belt yeah. it out, right? Yeah. What are Why you saying? Do you hate women. Yeah. I don't. I don't not hate women. I like them, but I just. <laughs> I don't I think, not hate women. <laughs> I think that she's. I can tolerate old him. for singing in a movie. I don't oh, know. Well, she still sells out concerts. I, I heard to to like grandmas. Yeah. Yeah. Grandmas love them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I could be wrong. It's gonna be. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna seem overproduced too. Like these yeah. newer things that they reboot, especially in Disney, they just seemed yeah. overproduced. And it's a Disney Plus, so yeah, right. Um, it's this Friday, right? It's yeah, coming out. I believe yeah. it's thirtieth. Thirtieth, yeah. 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 So, uh, I have very very low expectations, but yeah, hopefully, hopefully it's pretty enjoyable. Pleasantly surprised because, yeah. again, I think they're the. It's going to boil down. They're going to miss their target audience. Yeah. Yeah. I think, and I think that'll be the biggest on. fail because their target target audience are people in their thirties and forties yep. and late twenties. They should have kept Zachary Binks in it. And Thackeray? Thackeray. 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 With Thackeray the TH. Binks, Thackeray. Maybe he didn't need to be with uh, what's her face. Like maybe they didn't end up together. You know, maybe they just had a story about them 
older living in Salem still, and they have kids. And for Wait, whatever reason, Thackeray's the ghost. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah uh, you're talking about uh, the Max. The Max. 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 Yes. Max, Max and Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> have them still be the main characters, but they have kids. And then they, some of the Sanderson sisters, and then they're with their kids, and they're off on these hygiene conventions or whatever. They need so to bring story back. Because like, you're right. That's your target audience. You know, we grew up with them. Yeah. Not. Yeah. We're going to follow a story with a bunch of 16-year-old girls. They need to bring back those two bullies and make them. Oh, like I know. Ernie, forty I mean, or yeah, for forety, fifty years old, just. I know, guarantee. Fat drunks. I guarantee they make a cameo in this movie. That they I should. But they should have done hard R. Oh yeah. Nice and gory. Oh yeah. <laughs> just have him have Touchstone put it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Can't even be on. Is that TV even a thing anymore? Have the Sanderson Touchstone? sisters casting yeah. spells, killing people. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. just going crazy. Yeah. Slaughtering kids. Will the cat be back? Will Will Thackeray come back? You think? Oh, I'm sure they have to. Yeah, they love doing the old callbacks. I know Billy's back. The zombie. Yeah, he's yep. in the he's in the teaser. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So there you go. Wow. Yep. Well, there won't be a uh, uh, Gary Marshall because he's yeah. no longer with us. Who's Neither Gary? Is Penny Marshall. Or Penny Marshall. Who were yeah. Who were those two? They were the, the couple. Yeah, they thought he was he was the devil. Yeah, they got oh. in their house. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, he was a good actor. He was a good actor. He's fun. Good director too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, that's next episode. Yeah. Hocus Pocus Part Two. This time it's personal. <laughs> Is that really what it's called? Yeah. No. No. <laughs> I think it's just Hocus Pocus Two. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, join us next time. We'll talk about Hocus Pocus Two. Um, also, in the episode after that, we'll touch on uh, House of Dragon, episode six and seven. That's right. So, uh, but yeah, hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, let us know what your top five list is for uh, your best 90s action movies. Uh, comment on our website, castwithnoname.com. Links and web addresses and emails and all that shit's in the description. So, But Jason, thanks for coming on. Thank you. Good job. Thank you. Great job. It was fun. Yeah. Good. Good. Till next time, Jay. Till next time, man.